three, two, one. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> nice. That was nice. the line. Yeah. That was that was a great line. <laughs> a couple movies now. An amazing line. My name's Adam. I do the YMS thing, and this is Sardana Cast, a podcast that we do. I'm Ralph the Movie Maker from Ralph the Movie Maker YouTube. And I'm Alex Mayachi. Yeah. Spider-Man. Talk out back, baby. Spider-Man. Spoilers. It we're gonna... was so good. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Spider-Man. It made me cry. It made yes. me cry five times. Ralph's crying I right now. It. <laughs> Spoilers for the new Spider-Man, everybody. And by if you're watching, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, if you're watching this in 10 years from now, it might not be the new one, but then it's like, well, why would they care about spider <laughs> A no way out. A way. Spider-Man. A way out. That's the title. Oh, cool. Spider-Man. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was good. <laughs> it was really stupid, but I liked it a lot. I mean, it was kind of. Time. It was kind of like. It was like Jordan Peele's us because there were like multiple versions of people like going around. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, in a different way. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. the entire. The entire script is essentially just an excuse to get these Spider-Mens together. Sure. And the the excuses mm-hmm. aren't always great. <laughs> the ex- <laughs> I'll talk about the plot in a bit, but um, mm-hmm. I guess first of all, we'll just, I mean, let's just marvel at the uh, ultimate fan service film that they've There's created, There's a point basically. I didn't care, though. I, I did mean, not care like about like cr- sure we could critique it and we will yeah. but I just did not care watching the movie at it all. It didn't stop me from it. enjoying it. It was it so good. It's just too <laughs> it much was, fun. <laughs> it was incredibly fun. It it's just kind of like it makes critics seem so like who who even cares? Like why are you criticizing <laughs> this? Like no it, this more criticism. Like, it's everything you want to see. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Maybe put my pen down. Yeah, it's fan service, but it's good fan service, and it's fun, and it's well made, and it's character driven, and it's creative and original in ways. Yeah, you said it. You 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 hit the nail on the head with the the you know it's in service of character. You know, th- there's mm-hmm. definitely like a bunch of like references, and it is all about like celebrating the 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 Spider Man movies from the last like twenty years, but. By the time it concludes and where it takes the lead character, I just feel like this is the strongest out of this like Spider-Man trilogy, um, the Tom Holland ones, and it kind of it was it was get, it was reaching like emotional points I was not expecting from the movie. It was like kind of sure. weighty, weighty stuff happening in the movie. I guess we're in spoilers, but like hell yeah, it goes places I wasn't expecting. Like the. I mean, Willem Dafoe steals the show, in my opinion. Hell yeah! Like the the Green, the Green Goblin is is so awesome in that first movie, that original Sam Raimi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they kind of dropped the ball a little bit with his design, right? Like his mask and everything. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's just such a shame to put, <laughs> nah, because that you can't cover yeah. up Willem Dafoe. Oh. Defoe, like you need to see that face, you need to see that smile, you need to see that acting okay. and the energy. You just mean by the mask being there, period. Yeah, yeah, just like okay. the kind of design. It's it's been like a one of these talking points about that movie for ages, yeah. where people have a problem with that Green Goblin. If there's design. any criticism to be thrown at that movie, which I still love, I probably love mm-hmm. it more than this movie, but it is that costume. Yeah, hmm. and there's like stories of like they were, they had a better costume originally, but it was a bit too complicated or it cost too much money. They couldn't get it to work. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's just like, a, cool like a goofy Halloween thing. costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah like and when they make the effort to like, like break the mask yeah. and. 
Yeah. yeah. And he's just like covered in rags. It's, it's so yeah, much but there's fun. There's that scene where he's like leaning against like, like something on the roof. He looks like really silly. <laughs> like the green goblin. Yeah. Here oh, I yeah. like they, what they did with him a little better. Like they kind of get rid of that costume very quickly. Um, but every villain in here, they, um, either brought back like the best ones or they redeemed like the bad ones like jamie fox and electro <laughs> in this movie um he was actually okay they like redeemed him somewhat they redeemed andrew garfield's spider-man a bit uh, yeah this was the best got... garfield spider-man yeah, movie <laughs> it, it is the best garfield um, spider-man movie did we say yeah. spoilers right off the bat because i feel like yeah, we did i shouted movie. it yeah, at the very should, beginning yeah, good good i should, you can't <laughs> that was the first thing spoiler. i said <laughs> yeah anyone who wants to see it you should just go see it yeah like i don't feel like our review would affect anyone's perspective on it. That's why I think this is like a critic proof movie. Like, what are you going to criticize to make people not go see it? People know what I they're going to go into, you know, like, like people complain about the CGI. I'm like, okay, there's CGI in it. Like, okay. <laughs> like these two things I'm used to at this point. Like it's so, none of it deterred me from the experience. Like I just thought it was so fun. <laughs> I've got plenty of criticisms. I wouldn't say that they're to get people not to see the movie or anything. <laughs> it did not deter me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just that. thought it was such a great yeah, experience. Yeah. It's like totally designed to get those emotions out of you. <laughs> yeah. It, that's what it's designed to do. Yeah. And, and I think it works. You actually know these guys from like cinema history. I remember seeing these guys in theaters like years ago when I was a kid and seeing them all these years later. It has that profound impact on you. You you get excited. It's cool to see all these these characters like Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina get a scene together. Like that's that's awesome. Like they knew each other and and it makes sense. I mean, they they didn't in the Raimi. Universe, yeah, that was but, one well, thing I was confused Alfred Molina was never in Spider-Man 1, but it, you would get the sense, like, they're both scientists. Maybe they know each other from, like, osmosis, or maybe they met at a party or something. Like, you know, there's, they're both, like, big scientists at the time. So it was cool to see how them, they have a scene together. You get to see Tom Holland have a scene with, like, you know, Alfred but, Molina. And, like, it's, it's, like, all these character interactions are great. Like, And they're true to their characters, too. Like well, yeah, with the whole very chip funny. on Doc Ock and like repairing it, it's just because <laughs> they're plucked it... up. But an in... sorry, from an interesting point, because it's like part of the conflict where because Peter is such like a moral, he's a, he's a good guy, he's kind of naive, and he wants to save like half of the villains that have been plucked right before they die. So he knows if they're going back, they're going to die. And mm-hmm. it, the, the the just the the moral conflicts they bring up with Peter is like. Proper Spider-Man stuff. So by the time you get to that kind of end scene in the coffee shop, is it really feels like a, a big payoff. There's actually a bunch of really sure. satisfying payoffs. Like the whole Aunt May thing, I thought was surprisingly well handled. Yes, because they've been do- the they've been dodging around the, the you know the, the quote the quote the <laughs> responsibility. You line. thought that was well like handled. Yeah, I thought that was like a, a funny. I like that they just said it again. That was the most comical scene in the movie for me. That scene, I was like fucking <laughs> okay. laughing. This is all I'm gonna say. Compared to the Amazing Spider-Man, where you have like Martin Sheen like dodging around the line, he's basically saying the line, but he's like, yeah. "If you have the moral obligation to have responsibility, blah, blah, you gotta it's say like, the it's line." It's terrible. This is so much. I mean, you care about Aunt May, and you've had like three movies with her, and it's like right before you know, spoiler, her death. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's part of my problem go- with it. Was, it. 
is like the, the tone of the scene is conflicting <laughs> with the fact that it's just a reference, you know? Like every other time there's a reference in the film, it's, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself, or Spider-Man talks about his back. It's like, it's always done so in a very like tongue-in-cheek sort of like, haha, whatever, you can cringe at it, but it doesn't really matter sort of way. But in that, in that, the context of that scene where it's like, uh-oh, she's she's dying down. It's like the, they're pulling the the uh, for, formulated, like, okay, we're doing this music, dying in her arms sort of thing. Like, all of that in the same mm. scene is like, Peter, with great power, comes, I was like, ah. Oh. And then John Favreau pulls up out of fucking nowhere, finds the perfect parking spot to just start yelling and crying. He's like, no, Peter, you gotta get out of here. It was just like, oh, my God. That was like the funniest part of the whole fucking movie for me. Like, I like the movie. I'm, j- I'm just saying, like, that scene was like a lot (laughs) like it was like it didn't feel like it matched the tone of what was happening there (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's core to the character like that's always been like in the comics and everything it is his it's his whole mantra it's what it's like the the backbone of the character and having it like just being jumped around like ralph was saying in those uh amazing spider-man movies is so frustrating because you Mm -hmm. just it is the Mm -hmm. line it is what you want to hear and kind of having the the have aunt may saying it over uncle ben that's this whole movie it gives you what you want to hear what you want to see it's not shying away from any of it it gives you everything you want in a spider-man film you can you can say it's not a reference (laughs) you can't say it's corny because it's spider-man like that's the point i mean i can (laughs) that's the whole point of spider-man you can you can say that it's not a reference that's fine (laughs) you can say that it's not a reference or whatever but to to most people especially people who associate it with the first film that's what it's going to come across as i i mean i'm not a comic book person so regardless of how important it is to the the comic books i feel like the line could have been included in a different scene you could have still had some emotional weight if it was like i don't know closer to like there was there was like some other drama with her and and peter or something like it was just it was a weird point to have like this whole climactic like ah she's dying like that's it felt weirdly inappropriate to throw that line in there for but me to me it was like the equivalent of the uncle ben death it's like crucial to him becoming yeah the, but like, that already Spider-Man. happened <laughs> so it felt like a reference <laughs> this isn't like a new instance how did it happen that. to this peter no it didn't but we're all familiar with it we're all people who have seen the other films that's who it's marketing towards they have the villains from the other films Right? Like this, that we're the target demographic being people who have seen the other films. I don't know. I feel like it's one of the checkboxes just for the character. Like, if you're doing like a Superman movie, you got to like do certain things. It's like mm-hmm. one of the things that is just required for yeah, Spider Man. I mean, I'm just saying like, story. the fact that it was in the death scene is like really weird. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I like that it's right before her death, too. And then it wasn't thrown in at some random point in the movie. It's thrown in at a crucial point in the movie mm. where it's like really has that, you know, it's an emotional scene after. Like they didn't just throw it in like early. Like, oh, Peter, great power comes great responsibility. Like, yeah, I, I thought everything about it was just so well done. It, it feels point. like someone could have said, say the line, Bart. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it feels like to me. But anyway, well, let's not get hung up on this. Too there are about a million other points in this movie where I, could, I think I could agree with you. Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. But there's so many. But yeah. not that one. That one actually I thought was fitting. Like, that mm-hmm. is Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. Not put it in there would deflate from the Because then scene. it feeds into his decision at the end, which is, you know. Yeah. Like his moral conflict. And, and his whole character. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, like yeah it sacrifice, is. It's, right. <laughs> cheesy as fuck oh yeah it's cheesy as you know hell, i, I like... feel like that that's something that couldn't work for me like erasing everyone's memory because it could it could give the sense like none of this mattered but i also you know i i, I did enjoy that like peter parker made that choice and like he sacrificed something he loved 
it shows that he's mm-hmm. kind of grown as a character. You know, even if you could, I could see how you would not like that plot point as much. But like, I did like that Peter made that choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was confusing it with something else. And I did like that, you know, people remember Spider-Man anyway. Like, Spider-Man is still around. So it's not like this character of Spider-Man that has been built up in the MCU is now, like, gone. Mm. Um, You know, that people remember that character. They just don't remember Peter Parker. Also, the Tom Holland timeline doesn't matter that much. <laughs> it's the Tom well, Holland. I like, I like there was like, there was like, oh, Toby McGuire, we got to talk about him. But I like the line where he's like, oh, the Avengers, what's that? Because, you know, he doesn't have the Avengers in like his movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Toby McGuire and uh, Andrew Garfield were quite good. And I enjoyed a lot with what they did with their characters, especially Andrew Garfield, who they kind of treat as like the fuck up. I mean, they call him the third yeah, Spider-Man. It's almost like insulting the movie straight up. Like they, they like acknowledge how bad like the Electro is. was and stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, they, they make fun of the a, like, pool wink, of electric wink. eels. Yeah, yeah. Like they, you fell in a vat of electric eels. They say that twice. You gotta understand though <laughs> that this is like really par for the course for like nostalgia remake. Like the same type of th- this is this is exactly what like Disney has been doing for a long time. They always are, well, yeah, are this retroactively. Is this is a Disney movie, technically. Yeah, to Disney, Sony, whatever but they are always retroactively criticizing the previous incarnations like in in the aladdin they are always like oh that was stupid or in the new lion king like oh you just say farted like they're always retroactively criticizing i wish they would criticize the film that they're in at the same time because they have about the same level of self-awareness you know (laughs) or or in terms of like the the plot makes just as much sense so for tom holland universe spider-man to for them to have a joke of being like oh you fell in a thing and then you got your superpowers wow that's kind of dumb it's like yeah well so is the plot of this movie but they never criticize it until they're in the next version of it they're always looking backwards like that's stupid this one nothing wrong with it you know that's kind of annoying but whatever i've I've said it before but there's there's something about spider-man specifically in the multiverse angle where this this whole kind of nostalgia reference stuff I, I, I'm just way more forgiving of this movie because it's just been a, such a core part of Spider-Man and that whole universe is the different Spider-Man in the different multiverses and the crossovers and everything. And that it just really didn't bother me that much, that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Although in the, the back of my mind, especially when like the lizard was on screen, I was like, it's such a shame those movies weren't a bit better because yeah. like, they're, they're restricted yeah. to the design of that character. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't love the, they the were definitely focusing on some villains more than others. Like I feel the lizard in this film was a bit underdeveloped compared to the rest of them. He I also wanted to stay in the van. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. didn't want to yeah, animate yeah. him more. I'm fine with them leaving lizard. <laughs> I, I was just kind of confused with like what kind of Sandman was doing as well. Like they didn't really. 100% like sometimes he was with Spider-Man sometimes he was against him but I felt they really fleshed out like Jamie Foxx they made him much better in this film um, mm-hmm. obviously uh, <laughs> Alfred Molina is great Willem Dafoe is great in this movie like I thought every scene with him was, was really good for the mm-hmm. most part um, and Alfred he was Molina. really menacing yeah Alfred Molina as well uh, you know they, they were both awesome for yeah sure. yeah and toby and and andrew garfield <laughs> like they were making fun of andrew garfield a lot and but yeah, i did like great. some of the the resolution they gave to his character as well like i do like the thing where he rescues mj um mm-hmm. like that was actually a good moment um yeah they, they tried to like effective. resolve many things from the other spider-man movies in a kind of more satisfactory way like mm-hmm. the, the villain doesn't die spider-man actually saves them like that's cool that's like that's really cool that this other version of spider-man saved all these people and like cured them (laughs) like that's awesome (laughs) it's a fan fiction but it's well produced 
<laughs> it is it's, like, it's giving everybody yeah. exactly what they wish they could have sort of thing it's like ah oh, i wish that this would happen and then but it it's just the happens people it's own like, oh. the rights to the character yeah so it, yeah they own the rights to the character so it's it's a little more um you get the sense that they really love this character and that they're trying to protect it and and like most of the movies they make with this character are really good you know i, I obviously the amazing spider-man movies are an exception those are fucking oh awful God. and mm-hmm. i hate like now there's yeah, this whole really like the, yeah people are like oh the, the amazing spider-man movies are actually really good now because that's really this whole funny. like yeah. i don't know uprising it's that like no funny. those movies are dog shit yeah like especially <laughs> that second one yeah like jamie fox oh, yeah, is terrible is... and this movie's like making fun of those like yeah i fought a russian guy in a rhinoceros suit like andrew garfield mm-hmm. says that in this movie it's so mm-hmm. stupid yeah like that's the right retroactively critical uh you you say you say like when i said the word fan fiction you're like oh no they own the rights to this uh they're a lot more respectful about the characters you you say that almost as if that's the norm that's not the norm <laughs> like w- when people own rights to the characters they usually treat them like shit like mass effect i saw your sure. uh, jar thing alex i completely agree mass oh yeah, yeah. it's just fucking awful the saw mm-hmm. franchise like they own the <laughs> rights good. to that look what they did with spiral fucking you name it like how many of these where, where it's just like oh they own the rights to it but they have zero idea what the fan base actually wants and i think that is super mm-hmm. commendable for this film because they actually have their finger on the pulse of what people are actually interested in you know what's fucking 100%. crazy somebody posted a link in the subreddit in 20 some point in 2020 uh, in an episode in um with uh, cosmonaut marcus guesting on our, our podcast oh, i yeah, was saying I yeah i was i was i was saying like wouldn't it be awesome if we had all three spider-man and toby and garfield and tom holland <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the same movie and so i didn't say it was likely to happen so i didn't predict it in that sense but i did say people would watch it so i guess <laughs> i was right about that they're probably watching and stealing my ideas give me money I made some accurate predictions as well with this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> you talk about Venom? Uh, yeah. Well, we can talk about Venom. There was actually, um, if you yeah, we bring can up talk Venom, about man. Yeah, uh, uh... I was actually kind of disappointed in that part. But yeah, say what you were going to say, Alex. Uh, I was, I was pleased that um, the Venom didn't show up in any really major way at all. It was, <laughs> it was almost mm-hmm. funny to me. It's the first after credits. It's just Tom Hardy basically talking to himself at a bar. <laughs> and he just gets zapped away because they they, cl- they clearly didn't want to actually include him. This is all like because That's it was messed up so many deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the, it seemed like very contractual to me. Like very That's why yeah, I was we're acknowledging it. And I was even surprised they left the Venom goo behind. Like kind of teasing. Is this how Venom's being introduced into the MCU? Like it's. That would be funny of, like, if they do the another Venom. Venom it, yeah. But that's not that's Tom what Hardy. Do. Yeah. So the symbiote. Yeah. From a different universe. Tom Hardy's only purpose for this universe was to like bring the goo into Tom Holland's world, <laughs> and then he left, it, yeah. and that's it. And like that was pretty disappointing. <laughs> yeah, like the sense I got was that they don't really want Tom Hardy to be a part of it. Also, I don't know how I if could we're be going by the logic by of this plot, <laughs> yeah, the no, logic I'm, of the plot I'm, I'm, I'm is that, that everyone who knows Peter Parker like gets teleported into the universe, right? But Tom Hardy's Venom never really knew who Peter Parker was. But at the end of the other Venom movie, yeah, he confusing. said Spider-Man and he licked the television. But that was after he got teleported into the MCU. No, remember like, there was that line. They said that Venoms can, you know, absorb all information in the universe or some dumb shit. Do you remember that? Really? Know. Is that out? There's like some weird <laughs> so, throwaway so that's line. How we do yeah. Oh, I guess I, I guess I'm wrong then. Yeah. It's so dumb. Uh, at least it wasn't like articulated. Well, then how well come enough? not every other symbiote yeah. went there? That's true. Man, yeah, this is been. Venom we're talking about. Like. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that was disappointing. I, the sense I got is that they just have the goo now, and they're gonna like cast out. We Tom got Hardy. the goo. <laughs> but like, yeah, how goo. could they have worked Venom in in any way that would have 
added anything to the story. Not that bad. Because yeah, all sure. the Spider-Man <laughs> showing up. Yeah, ex- exactly. There's no way you could have done it. Because at least having all the Spider-Men there, they bounce off the Peter from this movie. And they help him progress as a character. Because he's like, you know, he's, he's overcome with rage at the end. And they have like similar experiences from the different dimension or whatever. So they're able to help him through it so they're there for like a character reason whereas like if venom just showed up that would be 100 percent pure fan service without you know not even mm-hmm. rooted in anything just just to show off venom again you know yeah i can't oh, that stand was great. that kind of thing. yeah like the passing of the torch between the different spider-men yeah yeah it was great lots mm-hmm. of funny moments with them they were called ned calls like peter and they all turn around it's like yeah they're all the same exact person <laughs> i like how much they talked about um the organic web shooters like you know to- toby mcguire's web shooters oh, compared yeah, yeah, to yeah. like the other ones he's like yeah, andrew garfield has to make them <laughs> like in a lab somewhere they like the, the chemistry was great the the way they talked and like all that stuff it's, yeah it's what you wanted to see and they exactly. gave you a ton of that it was it was a they good you a ton excuse of that stuff, and it was to funny have these characters interact with each other i mean the excuses mm-hmm. weren't necessarily good but the <laughs> the idea to do it was good <laughs> well i think using dr strange as the kind of jump off point character to get it moving is a really good idea i like taking characters you wouldn't expect to work together and I, I really care about the action scenes in these superhero movies. Like, it's like so core to what makes them work. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that Doctor Strange action scene. Yeah, that where was probably Spider-Man my favorite one. Takes For sure. That's like, trippy. yeah, that Me was my well. favorite action that, scene. It was and... really trippy. And yeah, like mm-hmm. Spider Man having to fight Doctor Strange, you know, that's not what you'd expect from this movie. <laughs> um, everyone was against Spider Man in this film even Doctor Strange. And yeah, yeah, it reminded me of kind of Homecoming, which is another one of my more liked MCU movies where he has that um Iron Man kind of camaraderie in that mm. it, it did kind of tie back to that. Um where now you have Doctor Strange kind of taking on that father figure part. Um but he's like an asshole, Doctor Strange, <laughs> uh which is great. Um I'm excited for the Doctor Strange movie too, which was uh the post credit, the other post credit thing was like a trailer for Doctor Strange, yeah, I didn't stick around for that one. Madness. Oh, you didn't. Um, it's literally was, just it a, a good trailer. trailer. It's it was yeah. a good trailer. Oh, right. okay. um, yeah, it was better than the Eternals like post credit scenes. <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. Like <laughs> how much better this was than Eternals. Yeah. Like all those characters in Eternals, I did not give a fuck about any of them. And, and it here, is inverse Eternals, yeah. isn't it? And here I cared about everybody. I cared about the three Spider Men, and you know, obviously that was an epic image. Like when all of them are together, like that's really mm-hmm. cool. Sam um, Raimi is directing the next Doctor Strange, so yeah. It all ties That'll together. Be what did you think of the direction from John Watson this one then? Because that's been a recurring criticism for the previous two. Of course, I think from all of us. Uh, yeah. Not, not as good as Raimi's Spider-Man films, but notably no, no, improved. No, not, it's not somewhere so. in between. Yeah, there's there was definitely a conscious effort to improve upon the other two John Watts films in terms of framing, cinematography, lighting, etc. There were actual dialogue scenes where I was like, oh. It's really interestingly shot, you mm-hmm. know, like Peter's like walking around and it looked like yep. it was like attached to him, like Darren Aronofsky-esque, you know, like walk, just that using was, the oh, yeah. space yeah, of the environment like, and not yeah, just, yeah. you know, not just shot reverse shot with really bland lighting. And it didn't look like a Judd Apatow movie. And I was very, very pleasantly surprised about that. Very, very satisfied. Judd <laughs> Apatow, kind of. Yeah, I did like it more than I think the last one. Um it had a little more like energy to it like it felt it felt a little fresh you know which can be hard for like a third movie yeah 
more consequence. Yeah, like um, a lot of character things happen. Um, I would say like there's a lot going on in this movie. You know, there's that whole setup from the previous film with Mysterio revealing his identity. And, you know, it, like that kind of gets thrown to the wayside eventually because there's so many other things going on in this movie. Like that's like the first 20 minutes. And then what comes, the like, beep? All these other things. <laughs> all these You're allowed one F word. <laughs> Just use it. Is it PG or PG thirteen? PG thirteen. Yeah, use an F word. Might as well. It might as well be G. I mean, it's there's exactly. like nothing in this movie I thought was that. There's a stabbing, you know, hardcore, and a death. <laughs> Especially compared to the Sam Raimi ones. Oh yeah, like, those were crazy. Great. Violent. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, they're really bloody. Hell yeah. Do you think Spider Verse took any of the info away from this movie? What do you mean? In terms of kind of beating them to the punch of the multiverse, pulling oh. in the different Spider Men. I thought that's what gave them the idea. They were like, oh, this is a great idea. Actually. No, they listened to, like, to our podcast. Universes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, they listen to our podcast. It's so good. <laughs> I think they saw Spider-Verse. They're like, this this kind of works, like this whole multiverse thing. Let's try it again uh, with just Spider-Man. It's it's interesting how they only do it with Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. I guess he's just it's like It's something the best about character that character. It, it just works villains. really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best villain is the best. They really only do it with him. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I don't know. I, I fucking love the shit out of everything. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was so incredible. Yeah, even like, I, I don't normally really enjoy the Marvel humor too much. Like, it's it's fine. Um, I'm not like laughing out loud a lot of the time, but there's, there's some good jokes in here, a couple stinkers, but for the most part, I just, <laughs> I find the character so charming. I, I find. Just the dynamics of the way all the characters interact and, yeah, throwing in that fan service shit yeah. with, you know, Doc Ock and everything. It's The whole thing's fan service. It was funny. I was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The whole movie is fan service. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, you know I was actually, that's when you were talking about critics, it. I got curious and looked up. I tried to find the lowest uh, rated reviews on Metacritic for the critical things. Pretty much all of them are just saying that it's fan service. Which is funny because right, it's just like that's... describing the movie. Yeah, they're like it's a corporation that made a movie that has references to it. It's like yes, we know that. <laughs> that's not a review. It's like the we obviously know that. I wanted to see it anyway because I love Spider Man, and they fucking nailed it. I mean, it, it's just like it's everything you want to see in in one little package. Mm-hmm. So why are we okay with the fan service aspect here, but? We reject like a Ready Player One. Because See, okay, I'll Spider-Man. tell you exactly why. Is <laughs> because those are just references, right? This is this is incorporating characters that we love and giving them something new to do, right? That's that's the fan yeah. service in this film. And sure, they do sprinkle in references. There are quotes and callbacks, but that's not the meat of what it is. In a film like Ready Player One, it's literally just the reference is it. That's all it is. <laughs> it's not it is, hey, let's yeah, take yeah. these beloved characters and have them interact. Let's write these characters in a way where they're doing something new in a different situation and. Now they're together and we're rehabilitating this character, blah, blah, blah. That's not what any of that is, right? Space Jam 2 is just references, right? So that's that's the big difference is is utilizing these previous characters and actually doing something with them and caring about them and seeing Mm -hmm. where they go, adding to the story, adding to the timeline instead of just, hey, remember that this movie existed? Like, yeah, of course I do. Like, what the fuck? What What do you get from that, right? So anyway, that's... That's why, <laughs> for sure. me. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. 
I feel most people are on board with this too. Like I feel most people agree with what we're saying that it's not just references. Like I, I wanted to see Willem Dafoe play the Green Goblin again because he's the best actor at playing that part. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the same Bill Cook. Like you just can't recast. It's it. an acknowledgement that the series got it right the first time yeah. in many ways. <laughs> you know, that's well, all. I was it half is. convinced they were the reason they kind of like repair Doc Ock and everything was that maybe they're going to try to come up with some excuse to keep like Doc Ock behind and have him like that's just like the Doc Ock of this universe or something. Because, yeah, you, how can you recast those characters at this point? Like, you can't introduce yeah. a Green Goblin or Doc Ock at this point. J.K. Simmons, know? especially, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're very aware of that. Yeah. They, they didn't even they didn't teleport him from the other universe. They were no, like, yeah, this is, there. This yeah, is, is every he's, he's universe's J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. I wish, th- I wish they would have actually done that as part of a joke, though. I wish that, that J. Jonah Jameson, like, maybe they would have acknowledged, like, Hey, that's the same as my JJ. Yeah. Or maybe the two of them would have met up. Or <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That, that would have been a funny. funny, maybe even just an after credit scene. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That would have been a funny thing. In to Far work From in. Home, that's like they set him up in that movie. So that's why, like, they didn't, and I guess they didn't like come up with this of, concept yet. Mm-hmm. He's like an Alex Jones sort of joke. You know? Oh, hell yeah. He's like, a a, like, like the PS4 game did a similar thing. Mm-hmm. He's just like capitalizing off of the hatred of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. the the comparisons to Alex Jones are so blatant in this movie. He's like, I've got my supplements. Oh, yeah. I'm the selling supplements. you now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but that was I hilarious. Like, yeah, how, exactly. I, I love it. You were referencing Alex Jones in like a $500 million superhero movie. I know. Like, that's that's what's crazy, crazy about it. I want to know if Alex <laughs> Jones has ever acknowledged this. If somebody has a clip of Alex Jones talking about the fact that he is being parodied in Marvel films... I want to hear him, him talk about that because that sounds hilarious. Maybe yeah. he'll never acknowledge it. I don't know. But the fa- it, it's almost weird because you'd almost expect like a company as big as Disney to be like, yeah, maybe let's not reference someone like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did. <laughs> but I, exactly. I love, like I love how they did it with that character. Because, you know, that character's just there. Like he never gets his comeuppets or anything like like you, there's never a point where like the movie's like oh yeah he's wrong like they they know you're smart enough to know that J Jonah Jameson's like a lying manipulative fucking mm-hmm. asshole like it just it knows it takes it you know it knows you're intelligent at least it doesn't yeah, he's spell just being it out like for an you. opportunist yeah. yeah like there's never a point where he, they say like oh he's an opportunist like you get it like you have him mm-hmm. in his basement recording and then the following scene with him he's like in a big studio Oh, you get why he wants greed. He wants money. Like he wants the prestige. Yeah, it's it's not so like spelled out dialogue. Um, I like that. Mm-hmm. The, I wasn't expecting the like daredevil inclusion. I was under that the impression was so that they, weird. Ne- they wanted to distance themselves from the Netflix stuff. Um, oh, was that a guy from the Netflix thing? That is the the yeah the guy who oh, plays daredevil shit. from the Netflix yeah. show. I never watched. Yeah, it. yeah. that's really funny. So I yeah I was just under the impression they wanted to distance themselves and that they were they they are technically in the same universe but there was like no chance of them ever actually crossing over but there he was so. mm-hmm. yeah I don't know what that yeah, means is so. yeah that was weird it could is have it just been a reference the same actor, or yeah, yeah yeah but that was cool yeah I think people like that for the most part uh, some other references I noticed like um, Electro's theme song from yeah Amazing very Spider-Man briefly. <laughs> very yeah. briefly it wasn't and like the worst doc part theme i noticed yeah uh-huh doc Ock's from theme. Spider-Man the original theme. spider-man yeah. the original spider-man theme um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah that that was appropriately used i was like ah man bringing back the memory no, obviously the green goblins like ball and like the glider and the arms doc ox arms we said with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm 
there's probably a million others in there that I just didn't even yeah. write down. Yeah, um, I mean the the music was improved overall, even not including the callback. You know, even even not including the reincorporated music, it had so much more energy than the other John Watts mm-hmm. films. It was just very um, for sure. Very I thought fitting, it was more like, entertaining, yeah, than than probably the other ones. It just had so much energy and fun. Like it just knew what it was. Like it was so, you know, great for what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, there were like uh, montages where the music was like really helping with that. I think near the beginning, well, Doctor Strange action scene. I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> trying to remember, but like I found that I found the whole like everybody is a paparazzi following him to school thing to be a little weird. Um, it wasn't one of the most memorable parts of the movie. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, this is what's happening, sort of thing. But felt felt a bit cheesy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like they just kind of abandon all that and you know, kind of make way for the more the 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 stuff you see in the trailer, like the the multi dimensional stuff. Um, yeah, they just kind of drop that. Yeah, there's a lot to fit in this movie. It, what yeah, is it? Two and a half a hours long, on. but it was really well paced. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a long movie. Mm-hmm. It was super entertaining. Yeah, perfect pacing for what mm-hmm. it is. Didn't really drag on. They really utilized the uh, runtime appropriately. Yeah, they had a lot to do. Yeah, a lot of characters. Right? Too. So. It's two and a half hours long. Uh huh. Yeah. It was like the Avengers of Spider-Man. You know, like they all come together. Yeah, you much. see all these characters come up. They either team up or you know they break apart and fight each other. And yeah, it's about that dynamic. Like. Like, there's a point in the story that all the villains are kind of working with Peter. I thought that was cool. And you see, like, how they kind of turn on him. And, you know, some of them take sides with Peter. Yeah. Some don't. Like, that was cool. It's just like, why did that? What I, I mentioned this briefly earlier, but we're talking about so many things that I didn't really properly get to talk about it. But the whole, he wants to stay in the van. Like, and he didn't even say it. It was like MJ or somebody that said it. It was like, oh, where is he? Oh, he wanted to stay in the van. And it's like, I guess that was just because they didn't want to animate him anymore, the lizard guy. But at the same time, if I'm thinking about it in terms of, like, characters and, and motivations, like, okay, you're trying to rehabilitate these villains. He's still a villain. You're really just going to leave him alone in the van? Like, in terms <laughs> like, a character, he wouldn't do yeah. that. <laughs> like, like, that, mm-hmm, that sure. was weird. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like, ultimately not much came of it anyway. He just escaped when the other guys like kind of escaped also. Yeah, but... that's why I yeah, didn't love yeah. the lizard character too much. Yeah, he's definitely the weakest out of the villains to me. Well, sure, he might as well have said like "I got a poo" and then stayed in the bathroom the whole time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're just gonna have him, like, oh, we don't yeah. want to animate him right now. <laughs> like, he might as well not have been there. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think I, him I and Sandman, the lizard. their actors just did voiceover work remotely, like voice acting work remotely. Like they didn't actually show up, sort of thing. Like they weren't. For the most part, there, there isn't. There is like and one shot toward the end that, yeah, with yeah. Sandman and and Lizard as like. Normal I heard people, that they reused but, some yeah. footage from the other films. For oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh interesting. Some people on the Spider-Man okay. subreddit who have watched those other films a billion times really noticed it. So I don't know what it would be like to. You know, I've criticized That's films for reusing footage like that because I'm familiar with that other stuff. So. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, just say as someone who didn't experience it that way, like other people might be put off by that aspect. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I could see how you would okay. be. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, any concerns about like the de-aging? Did you notice anything weird with that? I thought Melina looked great, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me it it never pulled me out or anything. I thought they looked really good. Mm-hmm. And Willem as well. Part of me wishes I could see old 
like the younger Toby again, uh, but I guess it wouldn't make sense because everybody pe- being pulled out is like, oh, it was right before you died sort of thing. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay, so Peter yeah. would be older. Okay, okay. And then we get, you know, we get other aspects to his character that get fleshed out because of that. I'm like, okay, I guess it's worth it. But yeah, I really liked Toby's character in this. Um, I, he was the wise man. He's a bit more stoic. I miss the silly Toby, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, but he's the oldest one now. He's trying to yeah, be it makes sense. Tom Daddy Spider-Man. And yeah, I really like that. I like the <laughs> passing of the torch. You literally see the other Spider-Man like kind of give this Spider-Man his right <laughs> to his right of passage. Bring it back very... Bully Maguire. <laughs> they never addressed any of that. Or why they, they were talking about like how's your relationship with MJ? He's like, oh, it's complicated. I'm like, yeah, obviously you were a fucking asshole in Spider-Man Three. Like, <laughs> like she probably never wants to get together with you again. Yeah, I got six right. kids. Asshole in those movies as well. They're like, yeah, we, I guess it worked out. Divorce. Like, it took a. It probably took a while. <laughs> yeah, he probably had to send her a lot of fucking flowers. I, what I'd be really interested in is seeing some deleted scenes for this movie. This would be a movie where I'm like, I'm, I'm interested to see what other kind of like references uh, yeah. and gags that they were like, nah, this is For too sure. much or the runtime. is. There's probably a ton. There's probably so much dialogue yeah, between honestly. the three Peters, you know? Yeah. This, this, could, this could be a Blu-ray buy. I could buy this on 4K Blu-ray. Damn. I, I became like a giddy child when like all this, all the Peters were like doing lab work and they were just like working mm-hmm. like they had lab coats on like that's so fun that's so yeah, fucking it's exactly cool. what you want to see going through <laughs> yeah. checklist of spiders. yeah it's hilarious yeah but it's, it's like kind of inherent to spider-man you know he's kind of goofy and silly and i know yeah, i know so, just I, whatever right. i say silly i don't necessarily mean bad <laughs> it is silly the silliness uh, you know what's really silly character. is this is the eighth best movie of all time according to imdb i saw that yeah that is it's got fucking nine wild. right now <laughs> Not not the eighth best movie of all time. It's right above sure. Pulp Fiction, right underneath Return of the King. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, I like the movie a lot. This is more like a personal love of Spider Man for me. I mean, I'm, I might I, put I, it on my for a superhero movie to make my year. top ten list. I, that's never really happened. <laughs> like, you should include I, I bet more I'll than see 10. ten other original movies that are like better yeah, than maybe. than Spider Man. <laughs> at the very least, but, I think this might show up on my um, runner ups or guilty pleasures or something. I don't know. Because I, I had a lot of fun watching Definitely. It. Like a guilty pleasure list? Sure. What you're saying is yeah. right. It's references. It's it's like, you know, it's all those things you're saying, but it's just done with heart and it's done with someone you actually give a fuck about. For sure. <laughs> it's done with characters you care about, unlike Eternals or anything. Like, I just did not care <laughs> about that movie at all. Yeah. Nothing that was happening. Yeah. Marvel's much better at something like this. Light tone, silly. You know what the audience wants, you know? They really did for this film. That's like, that's the craziest part about it is it seems like they just, they were like, let's just do everything that everybody wants us to do. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like jealous when I think of things like Saw or Mass Effect or like name, (laughs) pick, pick another franchise and and name how they ruined it and just made it more disappointing. Like, I'm jealous (laughs) that Mm Spider-Man Marvel fans just literally get what they want. I'm like, oh, fuck. I wish I got what I want. Yeah. Give me a good Saw movie again. Fuck. Oh, dude, yeah, please. Like, it's so obvious. It, it doesn't seem like that difficult of a thing to just be like, oh, maybe let's, like, look at what the fan base likes. <laughs> like, it seems crazy because it never happens. Yeah, this is way more complicated than fixing Saw. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it wouldn't take nearly as much work as, like, getting this <laughs> to come together. I know! Did, like, you know? let's get rid of yeah. Tobin Bell. And, like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right, yeah. What are you Have, doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Yeah, what's going to happen now is studios are going to see this and they're going to try to replicate what this film does and fail oh, like completely. Gonna, yeah. They're going to like totally fuck it up. Whatever, like, Disney will just buy them anyway. What's the like DC equivalent going to be? It'll be like a Flash. They'll try oh, and do it with yeah. the Flash and like oh, run through the different no. Snyder movies. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. Yeah, give That's me a terrible. Zack Snyder version of No Way Home. <laughs> That'd be fucking DC great. DC is so far behind in every way. Like, they get Christian Bale. <laughs> they get all the Batman oh, yeah. together. Oh my God. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Wait, 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 actually, I'm pretty sure that's actually happening. What? Y- yeah, what? I think like Michael Michael Keaton is like in this Flash movie that's coming out. Yeah. Whoa. I'm not making this up right now. I'm As pretty sure Batman, they're doing though? like a yeah, this Flash movie they're doing. Bring back yeah, Adam it's West. DC okay. fan dome or whatever they mm-hmm. <laughs> bring back. It. I mean, yeah, that's the, fine. The, I like Michael Keaton's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Hologram Adam West. Oh, dear. CG. Like CG, yeah, yeah, just bring it back, <laughs> the Carrie Fisher style. I don't know. This was this was such a good time to make this movie too. You know, like Willem Dafoe has been a lot of great movies recently. Mm-hmm. The Lighthouse, like his stars kind of come back to the forefront a little. And yeah, it's just like a. I feel it's a really good time to make this movie. Willem Dafoe is just he's such a treasure. I just, I'm oh, happy yeah. to see him in things and do good in things. He's excellent. You know, yeah, he uh-huh. kills it. He always gives 100%. He's the best performance. Yeah. And they, they gave him opportunity to do so. They wrote it in a way where he could do that. They didn't, you know, yeah. toss him to the side. It's not just about screen time, but it's about what the character's experiencing, you know? He's going through internal tur- turmoil, and he's ex- he's expressing that. It was, it was great for his character and his performance. Yeah. A- apparently, he'd only do it. He only agreed to do it if he could do like the majority of his own stunts, like the original yeah. Spider-Man. So that probably helped. Yeah. He's actually like present in the action scenes, and it's not just like CG, just shit flying around. Although there's plenty of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah. What about the suits? That's been another thing. They're like, yeah, what the, the fuck Spider-Man were they doing suit? with that? Was my criticism? Yeah, because like Toby movie. just flashed that he had it underneath, and then by the time he was actually like swinging around in it, I could barely see it. Because it was so dark. I was. I meant more the Tom Holland suits. At least I hate my, the Tom like, Holland suit. My my criticism. I do. I hate like all the Tom Holland suits. Really, like the yeah. Iron Man suit. I don't like. I don't like his original home. It never suit. looks real. If I had any issue with the critic, yeah, I have issue with just the suits. Um, and the suit toward the end, I think it could look cool. I didn't really see it that clearly. Um, but I did like they gave him a new suit at the end. It was almost like an acknowledgement that these suits are terrible and they just the, the designs <laughs> on them just don't look good. Yeah, I yeah, just don't like them. Especially when the Toby one is right there in the background, you're like, oh, there it is. This is such best. a good yeah. design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would have an issue with that. Yeah, basically yeah. anything this movie does on its own, <laughs> not everything, um, but but some things um, you you see, like they they stumble a bit when it comes to their own identity. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why they would make the Tom Holland Spider-Man suit look like that. It just looks so, it looks like a a weird, like, piece of silicone polymer or something. Like, just, so. it doesn't look like a suit. It it looks like it doesn't belong in the environment. It's just the weirdest texture. Yeah, it's that whole thing that comes with, like, the nanotechnology stuff. It's, like, never that fun really yeah you know it's just like appears mm-hmm. out of nowhere it's just like goop whereas yeah it's inherently way more interesting yeah, it looks when like Toby a dildo has to like... <laughs> yeah and like with the the like robot arms coming out of his back and stuff like i didn't like that either yeah compared yeah, to doc ox arms which are much bigger and like more mechanical it looks mm-hmm. much cooler yeah 
Yeah. Again, yeah. they're going with the Stark technology and and that shit. But the, once um this next Spider-Man movie comes out, they'll kind of do away with the Stark element. Hopefully, that's kind of it. Seems like that's what yeah. they're going they, for. Have they announced uh, one or what? Do we know what's going uh, on well, with it? They'll definitely make one. This like, movie made I a shit ton so, of yeah. money, which I, mean, yeah, I knew it no would, and I'm wouldn't. glad it did. Yeah, there's no way they won't. Everyone if wanted Tom to Holland's down, I'm sure they'll do it. Like They, they would have continued with Iron Man if Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. didn't want an out, you know? Probably, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like this is its own kind of trilogy, the Spider-Man Home trilogy, and like you see this kind of Tom Holland character grow into a, a kind of Spider-Man of sorts. <laughs> and like these next... Spider-Man movies, I think, will kind of be their own um, thing uh, with the same character, but maybe a different tone. That's kind of the sense I'm getting, like with later Spider-Man films. I think that's kind of what they should do. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I was just kind of looking at things online. Mm-hmm. That seems like what people are saying. Uh, and it's nothing to do with the movie, but um, we talk about bad posters quite a lot. <laughs> The posters yeah. for this movie are really bad. It's like <laughs> Sony advertising the, there. Yeah. Horrendous. You know, that's Sony. Sony's just, they suck. I just. Yeah. <laughs> that Electro one in particular is really strange. It's like a, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's like a, a villain character posters. It's like a really weird, like, Green Goblin close up with, like, Spider Man blurred right next to him. It's really bad stuff. <laughs> it's funny yeah, to look at on Jamie Fox. I like they just gave up designing like a suit for him or like anything. He's just Jamie yeah. Foxx and he has like some electric <laughs> shit on his chest. That's, like, fuck Electro. We can't even make this character work. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I would have liked the green and, and yellow suit with like the lightning bolt. I think that would have been perfect. They make like a small reference to that. But... So the electricity in this world is yellow and not blue. I don't understand. Like, so the yellow design was like the original comic design, and that was their excuse of getting there, I guess. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because I know in like... His original design is really goofy. Yeah. So they turned him away from being a blue man group man. Well, they, they try to like put the electricity over his face in a way that kind of mimics that mask thing he wears in the comics. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I mean. The, the, it was like yeah, kind of subtle. Yeah, it was like right. very short. They didn't do it the whole movie. It was like, yeah. Yeah. It was only for a little bit. Yeah, it was mainly um the lizard and, and Sandman I wanted more out of in this film. I feel do? like they were kind of thrown to the, the wayside compared to the others. They're not as important. <laughs> yeah, they're not as important. The focus, you, you want to see Goblin and Doc Ock the most. Yeah. I think the, they're weighted pretty well, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just, I find it interesting, like, this has been such a pitfall for so many superhero movies. Too many characters, too many villains. And this has got to be one of the first ones that's like, there's so many characters in this movie. Not only is it like all of these villains, but it has all the other Spider-Men as well. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to know what someone who hasn't seen any of these previous Spider-Man movies, like outside of the Tom Holland ones, would think of this. Because it might be kind of confusing, kind of a a clusterfuck. It's kind of a prerequisite, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, but that's already been a thing in the MCU. They kind of pioneered that. So, like, Mm -hmm. by the time Civil War came around, it was already like, you're either in or you're not. And this is like just another checklist. You got to, like, prep for these MCU movies at this point. The the Avengers of Spider Man. You have Mm -hmm. to do your homework. (laughs) So now the first MCU film is Sam Raimi's Spider Man. Maybe, yeah. Well, you do have to see them now if you want to get the full experience from this movie. Yeah, and he's connected to like fucking Iron Man shit. Yeah, exactly. Spider Man Three. Yeah, they they just wanted to like 
infinitely canonize all of the other Spider-Man films, <laughs> even the even the Garfield one. I mean, he was great in this. I I loved. I, I this movie would be worse really without was. Garfield in it. He added to it. Honestly, I was he was good. I was happy. Yeah, with him I like what they movie. did with his character. I actually did. Um, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of those movies, but yeah, I like what they did with that Spider-Man character. I yeah. like that he was it, the fuck it up. Makes they me call sad, him, they make him the third Spider-Man. <laughs> like that's awesome. He's the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> makes you yeah, sad because what else? Movies were better. I didn't hear it. It was uh, like he clearly had the potential to be like a great Spider-Man with the just right tone, the right energy. Not Mark Webb. Kind of he he's, has the look. Yeah, like he really he has the looks, look. He's got the. Yeah. He's got the kind of idiosyncrasies down. Yeah. He was just kind of too edgy, skateboarder, cool bro dude in the in those older ones. It, it didn't quite work. Whereas here, you see yeah. what he could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bullied. It was yeah, too bullied. soon. Honestly, it was I mean, too soon after the Spider-Man. No, but that's, that's yeah. yeah, he's Spider-Man. Exactly. He used, to, he used to kind of be like a dweeb. Yeah. They finally got to bully Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. <laughs> I think it was too soon after those, those Toby movies. The Toby movies were like really sh- shortly before the the Andrew Garfield ones. I feel like those were very fresh in people's heads. And yeah, it was like the same movie again. It was just a remake of Spider Man. <laughs> These new movies actually do something different with Spider Man. It's not like the same shit. They yeah, throw in yeah. characters, but it's not the same plot. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like that's really it, it could be really kind of grating to watch the same plot again of Spider Man. Like yeah, it kills Uncle Ben. We know. <laughs> like holy shit, it's it's happened before. Yeah, Sony's really going deep on the Spider-Man stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> the latest Morbius trailer. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, no I'm waiting for like Spider-Man, like No Way Home two, where it's got like you get, you get the Venom villains in there. You get Venom, Morbius. Uh, he already Craven. said Venom in the trailer, <laughs> like in Morbius. Oh yeah. That Morbius said, trailer, said, they were I'm just Venom. making as God, many references to Spider-Man as they possibly could. Like, yes, this is tied in with Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man's in the same universe because otherwise, no one would give a shit about it. Yeah, it's basically, this, the marketing is that is the entire marketing tactic. It's kind of a Marvel movie. Like yeah. Michael Keaton is in it as the Vulture. I know it's so silly. I love that Sony got to do this in a way because, like, Disney just wound up acquiring Fox, but for the longest time, Fox was just like, "No, we're doing our own thing." Fent forced it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Sony was like, okay, let's <laughs> let's combine this universe. They've worked out some crazy deal with Marvel where they got to retain ownership of these characters but still managed to create these films yeah. with them. Well that really says to me is that like the MCU has no plans for the character of Morbius or like Craven the Hunter or any of these like spin off mm-hmm. characters. So they're like, Yeah, you can have you can make your dumb Morbius movie and have like the vulture in it or whatever. We'll have the real shit over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is the vulture in it? Isn't he in the MCU? And like I thought Vulture was yeah. Vulture's in the MCU and Venom was like in this other universe. Sony Morbius. can just do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> they I own the so. characters. I, I'm just very confused <laughs> at how any of this works. Yeah. And it's only going to get more confusing, I think, as time goes on. I'm down um, for it. I th- Morbius will be the next superhero film I see in theaters in like February, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything else in between. It does look funny. It looks like such a bad idea. Exactly. It looks Cringe kind of... Joker? They're Hell just yeah. doing the Venom thing again. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just anti it, yeah. Oh, Love so it. Stupid. Oh, man. Can't wait. Yeah. We've been praising this movie a lot. I got to talk about, you know, some of the plot shit. And yeah, 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 whatever. I'm not allowed to say anything because it's Ooh. not anyway. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nah, go for it. But go for it. Who, cares? Time, who cares? Who cares? Hey, 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 hey. Let me do this. <laughs> uh, 
uh yeah the i i was a bit bothered by the whole uh doctor strange like the entire plot wouldn't have happened if doctor strange had just communicated anything to peter beforehand the only reason that things fucked up is because he was interrupting his spell and the only reason he was interrupting his spell is because doctor strange just didn't explain anything about it he's like oh yeah your friend's memories will be uh, wiped and they won't know your spider-man he's like wait what no, I got to do this and MJ. I, I want MJ to remember and my aunt and blah blah blah. And that's what kickstarted the whole movie. And then for some reason at the end of the movie, where it's just like, just do the spell again. And they made a slightly different spell because they couldn't do the first one again because reasons. I don't know why. And the slightly different spell was instead of people not remembering that you are P- uh, that Peter Parker is Spider Man, it was no one will remember uh, Peter Parker. And at this moment, finally, Doctor Strange is like, what, you sure you want to do that, bro? He's like, you could have just explained all this before the spell started. Like, were you in a rush? <laughs> like, did you did you have to go get to something else like Doctor Strange? Like, literally, the entire plot of the movie is just like, okay. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. That, that didn't make any I'll sense. Explain that, that, that really in annoying. Doctor Strange 3. The, the only issue I had with the Doctor Strange thing is when he kicked Peter out after he did the spell. And he's like, wait, you didn't even tell admissions? Like to you didn't even call admissions again to plead your case, and then he kicks him out. It's like what? Like he got like they're not gonna accept him. Like that's it. Like yeah, you know? yeah, that's funny. But I, I yeah, think he was... not, he's not like gonna call them and like plead their case. Like oh, you're right, Peter. We'll accept you. Like I understand I mean, why I, he yeah, went I get to Doctor Strange in the but... first place. Like there's no other way he could have fixed it. I, I think the that he way, was offended yeah. that Peter didn't exhaust every possible outcome yeah. to try and resolve <laughs> but it. But I think Peter like did exhaust every option. Magic. Like, <laughs> yeah, he didn't try that. The only other option was like him saving the MIT. He should be able woman, to say he tried. Which, like at least. happened after. Yeah, yeah I guess so. it's a respectful thing <laughs> if you're going to conjure magic. And... <laughs> that was like an attempt at a joke that I thought didn't work. I'm like, yeah, he didn't get accepted. Like that's mm. it. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was one. Should have should have communicated it to him beforehand, but. Plot wouldn't yeah. have happened, I guess. I don't know if there was a better way to do that. Uh, and then, in terms of the, I guess the rules for uh, the whole memory wipe thing, like I don't mm. know. So, <laughs> Aunt May is still dead. So, it's just people's memories being affected, not necessarily the outcomes of of Peter Parker being Spider Man or people knowing that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Because Aunt May, you could easily make the case that that is one of those outcomes, but that still happened. So it's just people's memories that are erased. Uh, Mm -hmm. So by that logic, I don't know. Couldn't someone just go back a couple episodes in J. Jonah Jameson's podcast and be like, oh, the one where he says Peter Parker is Spider-Man or the video that Jake Gyllenhaal recorded and, you know, maybe that's disappeared. I don't know. All the videos on people's yeah. phones chasing around to the school. It's like, if if it's just people's memories and physical evidence hasn't been uh, tampered with, then, you know, the, the podcast, J. Jonah Jameson's podcast, that's the really obvious one because he's flat out saying mm-hmm. in that, it's like, theoretically, that would still be there, too. right? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, obviously, it's magic. It, it got rid of everything. Yeah, that's the beauty like, of magic. You know, it's magic. You do you want. Yeah, well, then fucking Aunt May yeah. should be alive. <laughs> Why not? Do whatever you want. Then. <laughs> yeah, Aunt May's dead, so she doesn't. She does. She still, or I guess we don't know if she has. She has no memory of anything. She's dead. Um, no, I'm just saying that her her <laughs> yeah, uh, being dead is a consequence of the uh, Peter Parker Spider Man. Yeah, knowledge. Peter Parker. And, and so yeah, it's like. I don't know how much of this can you undo other than people's memory. Yeah, people don't know Peter Parker. They know they know Spider Man. So we know like everything. Spider Man is still in the universe. It's just Peter Parker, um, Mm -hmm. who I got the sense never really had much of an impact on anything. Anyway, he's just kind Mm -hmm. of like a random kid, you know. So no one, he he is forgettable. 
<laughs> you know, aside from the fact that he's Spider-Man, he's he is a completely forgettable like nobody. Um and and that was great. Mm-hmm. The only reference they needed at the end when he got like the shitty apartment and then everything, they needed the landlord from a uh, the old Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I, I saw some landlord. people saying oh, that. Yeah. I'm like, that's exactly what I was thinking. They needed the landlord mm-hmm. guy and his and his like daughter, like his <laughs> like yeah. homely looking daughter, like the yeah. daughter from the SpongeBob movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> that's exactly what they needed at the end. That would have been like a perfect way to wrap up like everything. Yeah, throw in more. <laughs> Do more, but this is exactly what That's I want to see some deleted scenes. It needed more, yeah. It, Who you knows? Know, I mean, there's littered there's so many more references. opportunities where they could have, but at the same time, how many more could they have fit in there before maybe we would have felt like, you know, it's a bit too long? <laughs> there were probably tons I didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Chemistry worked really well with all the characters. You can tell that they really yeah. loved the characters or, you know, they, that they actually cared about. Yeah. Sure. What they were doing the in the story and how good. things were I, resolved. I, I like oh, friends. Yeah, just imagine, imagine if M Night cared about the characters in the film Glass. You know, imagine, <laughs> imagine if we got the same resolution from like the Unbreakable characters. But no, even even as the person that created the original film, <laughs> he shat on them and gave them the no, most unceremonious so, possible outcome. <laughs> He was deconstructing comic books, Adam. You oh. just missed the nuance. Oh, now I like it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Looking Willis. That, huh? Bruce Willis in glass. Yeah, really get him to care. <laughs> get Bruce Willis to care about anything. <laughs> yeah, true. Get any any part. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the actors, the cast. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, he fucking cares. He cares about this part, or at least you get the sense he does, and, and it adds a lot. He's just a great character actor. Just adds uh-huh. to anything he's put in. You can be in Aquaman and the lighthouse, you know. He's like, <laughs> he's got range. Sure, he's very versatile. He's in a lot of stuff. And yeah, this is a is a cool movie. Um, the effects were good for the most part. Like, I didn't have much of an issue with like the CGI. It's obviously very CGI heavy, but I think with this tone of like a goofy Spider-Man film, like, I don't know, it didn't bother me necessarily. It is so like pulpy and and light and just references and and it knows exactly what it is and it it like removes any pretext or like it's just it's made for you if you're a spider-man fan you will like it you're gonna like it it's just a good comic book movie i don't know what else i would want from like a spider-man movie with this premise yeah really every villain is awesome it's because you know them from other movies they've been developed already or because they they sucked in other movies and they made them better. Uh, you know, they, they improved on every element. They made Andrew Garfield better. They made Jamie Foxx a better character. They gave resolution to characters that didn't really have much of a resolution. Like every character they introduced in this movie, like Zendaya, like I thought she was fine. Ned, you know, that that resolution with his friends, like it all comes back to like the emotional core of the story and to like those original characters. And like mm-hmm. that's where you got like the the big punch like they're a dramatic punch at the end of the film from like happy and from zendaya and ned like it wasn't from like the references in the other movies it wasn't from like toby Maguire. like that was all it was all there but it wasn't a replacement for like the story mm-hmm. the story is still there mm-hmm. and you still get like an arc of a character like tom yeah, holland's yeah. spider-man focus. yeah he comes a long way from the original um when you saw him in civil war he feels like much less of a kid now and more like Spider-Man. And that's, it's a 
it's awesome. It's a great transformation. Um, and I think it's done really well. And you care because it's been done over like five movies or whatever, not mm-hmm. just one movie. And yeah, it, it has that impact. It wants to. I think it really does. The audience were, were loving it. They were like, they were clapping like every five minutes and crying and, and you know, girls were crying at Andrew Garfield saying like he wished he could rescue Gwen and like you know all yeah. the, like the audience was just like <laughs> the, so on board with this the same corner movies. of my theater was gasping at every time a character breathed basically <laughs> yeah until we came out yeah See, yeah it was yeah, really it was interesting so for over me the top. yeah British audiences uh they like being quiet like in movies but this was one where Weirdly enough, when Andrew Garfield came on, that got the biggest reaction from my theater. Isn't he British? Yeah, he's British, but so is Tom Holland, right? Oh. True. <laughs> it was a big reaction every, for every Andrew Garfield in my movie, British, too. I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how people would react to Andrew Garfield, but yeah, people really liked him and they, they yeah, were people crying. Losing their like, mind. <laughs> yeah. In some ways, they were had more of a stronger reaction to him than like to Tobey Maguire. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, that's what, that was my experience, which was <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, obviously, Toby is, you know, OP is my favorite. <laughs> He's my favorite. Yeah, Toby so. OP. Um, <laughs> do we have... I feel like we could go on, but maybe we can go on to another movie. <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, I fucking love this. Let's do it. I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10. It could change up or down. I don't know. Uh, a lot of... Uh, it was It was a good movie. I'll watch it again. I'm interested to see some yeah. deleted scenes. It was stupid, but it was fun. Yeah, I'm in a similar place. Stupid, fun, comic book. I just think Spider-Man is such a fun character. He just he just fits in just cinema so well, his powers and everything, and bringing in all those like villains you want to see, and yeah, the fan service stuff just doesn't just doesn't bug me, even though it's such a pet peeve of mine with like all these reference movies, but they make it work and. Yeah, yeah, it might go up. This is like the one that works. (laughs) This is Mm -hmm. the one that's like the exception. I really love this movie, and I'm going on and on and praising it. What you're saying is right. It's references. It's not like this. um, It's not a deep art film that made me rethink cinema or anything. It's like a it's a commercial film. Um, and it's about as good, I think, as you could do with one of those kinds of movies, because it just gives the audience everything they want everything without any pretentiousness or anything it's just like fun except and bully mcguire everything you want didn't give us that <laughs> no one wanted bully mcguire i wanted bully McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did not want i'm bully the McGuire. audience I, did want emo. I didn't want emo i didn't want emo peter in this movie i'm glad they i'm glad they didn't even make reference to him they make a reference to that in spider-verse if you get a kick out of that <laughs> they do reference in that movie mm. um yeah i would objectively probably more like a seven or like yeah if we're like looking at like the grand scheme of like filmmaking history like yeah like maybe like a three and a half out of five stars but for me personally as like a fan of spider-man it's more like a four out of five because it really does deliver on like everything you want so if you're a fan of this stuff yeah it's a four out of five i think you could still get a kick out of it it's so well made and tom holland's still good and it still has like an emotional core and a story that works on its own and it doesn't just rely on references like every you know it's not in, in substitute of a story or character. It's, yeah. you know, it's actually adding to it. Yeah. Like if Ready Player One, it continued the story of Iron Giant, <laughs> then I would have liked the movie. Right, right. <laughs> but th- that's not what they did. They just threw him in there in the background. 
or like Space Jam 2, you have like the Clockwork Orange people in the background just there. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not what this movie does. No that's one's just there. Weird. They they're there for a reason and even if it's silly, they try to write something for them to do to make it feel like at least this character is like serving a function in the story. Like maybe some of these characters aren't like beloved as others, like the lizard or Sandman. So they're kind of like thrown kind of under the bus compared to some of the others in the van. And that would be like a Just criticism. Thrown in the van. Well, literally, yeah. Yeah. In thrown the van. Up, thrown <laughs> <in the> van. <laughs> It would have been better maybe if Lizard just wasn't in it and they kind of focused more on Sandman more or like kind of cut the Sandman out and focused more on Lizard. There might have been like a little bit lacking there. Um, But that was it for me in terms of like genuine criticism. Uh, Obviously, it's full of references and it's made by Disney. Like that's not, (laughs) you know what it is. You know what it is going Mm -hmm. in with. It's not even like a a review. (laughs) Like I said, that's not a review of the movie. It's 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 fun it's you know if it was fucking cynical garbage then then yeah we would be shitting on disney but it's not really what it is it feels like people cared about this movie and it feels like i got the sense like when the actors were all like recording their scenes they were having a great time because like how can you not i mean (laughs) it's all the spider-man together um yeah so definitely the fun kind of like radiates off the screen you can't you can't like not enjoy it to some extent. I wonder what Toby's paycheck was. Massive. Oh, man. <laughs> he likes poker, too, so probably <laughs> a large amount. <laughs> That's funny. He does like poker? Yeah, apparently he's like a big poker fan. Like, just in real life. Cool. He's using that Spider-Man money. No way home. We did it. Awesome. Yeah. Great. That was fantastic. Uh, Marvel does it again. <laughs> we saw a better superhero movie oh let's uh talk about one of the best yeah i recommended a movie yeah we can talk about that i saw like house of gucci and west side story but maybe we'll save that for another time because you guys yeah we'll see because we're and, already like, over yeah, either. And, yeah we're we talk about spider-man a lot i knew we would <laughs> yeah. i mean i really enjoyed <laughs> spider-man um so yeah i wanted to recommend another superhero thing uh we didn't have one. much time to record the podcast either. And yeah, like I love I love schlock. I love fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, so 1984, they made the film Supergirl. Literally which is 1984. My recommendation. Yeah, which it's oh Orwellian. God, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Supergirl 1984. Um the spoilers for Supergirl. I um, know. The story follows spoilers. The story follows Kara Zor-El, also known as Supergirl, <laughs> as she is like, I guess, hanging out on like this kind of, it's it's inner space. It's like Krypton blew up and they're kind of hidden out on this planet or this like area mm-hmm. of space called inner space. Yeah, it's protected by plastic <laughs> and sheets. It's protected by plastic sheets. <laughs> and um, Mia Farrow's there and Peter O'Toole is a guy named Zoltar. <laughs> and they're all hanging out. Supergirl's kind of like, a, I guess, kitty. Like, she's kind of like ignorant, doesn't know better. And and they give her like this like rotating like dildo thing to like to, to mm. like... Oh, that one thing. It's like, it's like, it looks like a dildo. <laughs> and she's like... She waves it at this bug and it flies out of the, the <laughs> spaceship for no reason. And it it, it, it like sucks out this ball yeah, that's it like breached the plastic really sheeting. important. 
this really important magic fushigi ball that flies into space and lands on Earth randomly. It spins. And it, and it lands in the Faye Dunaway's... Hero. It lands in Faye Dunaway's soup yeah. on Earth. They were and having a picnic outside. Oh, like, tiger. Dead tiger. <laughs> That's right. Big rug. And so Supergirl has to... Uh, well, she doesn't have to. She volunteers she's to a, yeah. go into outer space and go to Earth and get this magical yeah. ball back and bring it back to Krypton or the fake inner space Krypton that, that they, they, they establish because it's not Krypton. Krypton yeah. blew up. And yeah, the movie, it's about as good as my plot description so far. I mean, I could keep going from there. She goes <laughs> yeah. to a spaceship and it's like 2001 A Space Odyssey. So this fucking, it, like, it really looks like shit. Version of it. It's made yeah, 20 yeah. years after and it looks a lot worse. But I know. I 20 years is a long so time. By that. Well, yes, mm-hmm. the special effects of this movie are like some of the worst ever. I compare it to the original Superman. Water the flying sequences die. in that movie are still really good. <laughs> And like the flying sequences in this movie look absolutely atrocious, just so bad. Yeah, you see the wire sometimes when she's in the air. Oh yeah, when she yeah. flies out of like the water or the, the, yeah, the lake for the first time, like... you see like yeah, it looks terrible. Um, Adam, I wanted to ask you about the Supergirl theme song because because you oh, like talking about music. Christ, yeah, what do you think of the theme song? <laughs> um, I really didn't like the theme song. Like this point, I like I like certain like variations of it but in terms of like the opening credits of this film there's this really like annoying noise that keeps going yeah it's during the, the theme blast song. off sound sounds like or whatever fart. like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like that's what I it hate, sounds like it's really i weird. hate that so much it was very it's incredibly so irritating it was it was destroying the whole song because otherwise the song itself isn't like that bad it's nice uh-huh. seeing a film from the 80s where it's like oh wow there's an entire orchestral arrangement you know, you don't get that a lot. Yeah, it's Jerry Goldsmith. I yeah, mean, he knows you know. what he's doing. That was just like the mm-hmm. standard at the time to have like, oh, an actual conductor and full orchestra, blah, blah, blah. You know, people actually wrote yeah. pretty, pretty uh, solid music. But then, yeah, they added in that sound effect and they have it going, hitting like every single measure just on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, shut up. <laughs> but it's like, I don't understand what they're trying to say. It's like a mechanical kind of thrusting noise. It's really odd to yeah. associate with this character of Supergirl. <laughs> I don't know what they're it's thinking about that. the noise she makes when she takes off or something. Because she's flying. Some really bad sound effects. That's a really goofy ass sound. <laughs> yeah, that was... It is. I can't believe they did that to the soundtrack. That was horrendous. Yeah, that kind of just ruins it. Yeah, what the fuck were they thinking? I don't know if you sat through the credits, but it's like, it just keeps going. I know. Go, that song just on repeat. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh my forever. God. It's like a it's Bela so Tarfel. Gracing, yes. so, yeah. And it's a good, <laughs> it's a good composer too. It's the guy who composed like the Star Trek films. <laughs> like, yeah, like you Alien, know, it's like, yeah, he did Alien, Shine right. Like, uh-huh. They probably added in that sound effect after he was done with it. They probably did that <laughs> without yeah. his permission. <laughs> just the opening credits of this movie were quite like, you could tell they put a lot of money into them. Yeah, um, yeah, it just didn't really come together. Um, yeah, this movie's horrible, and it's really <laughs> silly and bad, and the acting is bad, and <laughs> it's really dated. And compared to Superman, it's like not even close to the same like level of quality. Faye Dunaway is a witch. Yes, Faye yeah, Dunaway plays Selina, the witch, and she has like a roommate or something. Oh yeah, her sidekick who is also was that really just like what's she there for? <laughs> And, and like their big evil plan is to seduce a, a like a, a man, like a random guy, some eighties like, punk, <laughs> some like, like a tree janitor or something, yeah. just like a random guy just hanging about. <laughs> yeah, like, ew. 
There's they, literally nothing special about him. Like, they just, just creeped like on him one day, and we're like, "Ooh, I want that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she, yeah, yeah, her plan was to take over the world, and then she like gets sidetracked with this other thing where she's like, "I want him to love me," right? But like yeah. they were when they yeah. were explaining the love potion thing earlier, it was in the same conversation as her taking over the world. She's like doing those tarot cards things. She's like. If I want mm-hmm. every, if I want control over everyone, then I will have to make them. And then she puts down a card. Oh, I'll make them love me, as if like, as if she would have said hate if she drew the other card. Like, oh yeah, I'll make everyone hate me. That'll mm-hmm. make me. I'll, I'll take over the world that way. <laughs> but then she just finds one guy and is like, oh, I'll I'll make him fall in love with me. And as per uh, cheesy love potion rules, oh, they pass out, and the first person they see when they wake up is. Uh, who they're gonna fall in love with? They'll they'll get imprinted on just like Jacob and the baby in Twilight. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and and so instead of just tying him up or something, like he was unconscious, he was there. They just leave the room, and he slowly gets up and just wanders around the city, drugged up, not looking at anyone apparently, but looking down. <laughs> and the entire action sequence take, sequence takes place. Superwoman saves him, and then she's the first yeah. person that he sees. And they're just watching this entire thing through, like, a crystal ball or some vision or some shit. It's just like, you could have just not let him leave. Like, you already drugged him, and he was unconscious. Right, just, like, right. handcuff him yeah. or something. Like, tie him to something. He wouldn't even care once he wakes up, because he would love you. <laughs> That's the rules right. that you've established. Mm-hmm. Also, your hideout's a fucking, like, thing. amusement park scary house. What? Yeah, what is Because even that character, he comments. He's like, is this a house? Like, in the movie, they're like, what is, like, happening? Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a weird scene um later in the movie where um Lois Lane's sister, and that's, like, a whole thing. Oh. Just, like, plugging in these, oh, like, side, ca- so side references. That was funny. There's that teacher character who's, like, friends with the witches or something, or has, like, a relationship with one of them. Like, I don't know what that was about, but the Lois mm-hmm. Lane's sister's like, yeah, I think he's my math teacher, I think. She says, I think, like, she doesn't even know. Like, yeah. She's not Lucy even Linda Lane or whatever. Yeah. Lucy Lane. No, Lucy Linda Lane. Lee, Lucy yeah. Lane. Wow, whoa, all the L's. Ha ha, whoa. I'll, I'll get into Kara, because, like, her, her reasoning for being named Linda Lee is, like, the dumbest thing, like, you could fucking possibly imagine. She, like, looks at a, <laughs> she looks at a picture of, like, General Lee, like, in, oh, the, yeah. in the principal's Robert office. E. Lee. Like, What's your name? <laughs> uh, uh, my name's Linda Lee. Like, that was why you like a confederate general like what the fuck (laughs) you know why why. was that in the movie (laughs) and yeah the the alliteration linda lee and then the other girls lucy lane as if that's funny oh my god the writing is so bad yeah yeah it's so bad. why did she come out of the Um, water when she flies we kind of we kind of went forward a little yeah Yeah, let's go back back why did she come out of the water Um, she came out of like a pond when she flew through space and then came through water and then she spawned her supergirl clothes the other clothes she spawned mm-hmm. was like she looked she was creeping on some children at a baseball game and then decided to go behind a tree and she's like, I'm a brunette now. But it's like so that was inspired right. by something. But before that point, it's like, oh well she's just made she's she's like, Oh, I want like the Superman costume but gendered in <laughs> I want a skirt. <laughs> but it's like does she have a reference for that? Like I haven't seen the other Superman movies. I haven't seen the Christopher Reeves things, right? So Well, that's a power she has apparently that Christopher Reeves Superman doesn't is that she can just change her clothes oh, yeah, like, the automatically. Quick change like, power. Like, like she flies out of a window and her clothes change. Like that was such a dumb shot. As long as she's being blocked by something <laughs> for a second. Yeah, the pipe <laughs> the pipe one was my favorite where she flies down and just goes into the pipe and comes 
<laughs> How does like the main MacGuffin, that energy providing thing, even enhance the witch's powers? Yeah, we don't really by... see it used, do we? Like yeah. not really. They're just she's already because they say right? they're linked. Or were they trying to go for like she was like a nothing like a bad witch, and then somehow was like growing with power. I, like it was really confusing the way it's told. It's uh... yeah, she was an aesthetic witch, <laughs> and then now she has powers. <laughs> she was just doing it mm-hmm. for the clothing. She just lives in a haunted house. Yeah, she was just doing it for the she love of a, a man. Dump. She just loved a random guy who she didn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like this random dude. This is problematic. <laughs> it's just it's just <laughs> terrible writing. It's like so dated and. Like like you said, the most far-fetched thing about that scene afterward, like once the guy escapes and it's, you know, him wandering around the town, it's it's it would be the first person he sees he would fall in love with. Wouldn't that just be some random guy? Like, no, on he the was street? looking at his he feet. He just happens to look at. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at his feet <laughs> he, the whole time. He never looked so at happened. anyone. <laughs> he was he was kind of drowsy, I guess. You know, oh. yeah. Right, and then she like kind of possesses this kind oh of, my God. I guess, a crane or something. That was a, that like, was such a funny moment. When they're at Popeye's and they see him wandering around, Supergirl's like, shouldn't we help him? And then the, literally it takes like, no yeah, convincing whatsoever. <laughs> no convincing whatsoever. He's, he, well, she, she, she said that and the guy's just like, nah, he's like, he's a drug addict or something. And she's like, okay. And they go inside Popeye's. It took no convincing for this main character to be like, oh, you're right. I'm not going to help him. Yeah. She's Supergirl. She doesn't yeah. do anything you know fuck? to like save anyone. Yeah. She needed she needed his permission. <laughs> yeah, she's got like no personality. Yeah. I thought where they were gonna go with the whole construction vehicle, I'm not sure what it what it was called. I thought where where they were gonna go with that was with Supergirl's friend showing up in it and then getting knocked out. I thought she was gonna get blamed for the crime. I thought they were gonna be like, You terrorized the city in this tractor or whatever it was. Oh, right. No, she just tries to save it and gets knocked out. She gets knocked out, and while she's unconscious, you can see her hand has a firm grip on the the rail. (laughs) (laughs) On the bar. Yeah, that was silly. That was was like an action set piece. Yeah, it's an action set piece, except there's nothing happening. Like, there's no fighting or, you know, she's just stopping a random crane accident that's, like, so lame. Yeah, there's no real stakes. There's no, you don't get to see, like, Supergirl fight, like, a great villain. Yeah. The most you get to see her is like getting squished around by like this terrible effect, like toward the end, like with that monster fight. Like, yeah, it looked like someone with like her. a PNG in Photoshop just like moving around. Yeah, they're like yeah. stretching it. Yeah, it looks. We're going ho- to horrendous. change your aspect yeah. ratio. <laughs> yeah, like the big puppet thing, kind of like uh, Dead Alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that thing. <laughs> no one near as good, obviously. When when the male lead <laughs> i guess when he mm-hmm. gets possessed by the love potion and he sees her and he starts talking really differently and it's so cringe he's like all of a sudden saying oh, like hilarious. shakespearean shit i'm like please mm-hmm. god yeah. no it was so embarrassing and uncomfortable i'm like he's like trying to be poetic yeah, yeah. that this means you're in, in love <laughs> Like, okay. But the fact it works on her is weird. Once that I shall die, the happy fool, tis but a mistake, my love. Go fuck yourself! <laughs> yeah, and, like, she has no agency whatsoever. She's like, yeah, I guess he's, uh... No. I guess I'm supposed to like the hunk. Yeah, Supergirl's character is so oblivious in this movie. She is really, um, ditzy. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. aloof. And they write her to be that way. <laughs> She's not heroic. Yeah, like... <laughs> she just hangs out and... Yeah, she spends so much time just like 
messing around, like hanging out with her friends in the school she just met. Like, aren't you here on a mission? Like, yeah. Why did she go to school? Like, like, why the like, fuck? Are why you is she going to class? She and, like, was bored. And she decided yeah. to go to college. Yeah. And I don't they know had why. School on Krypton <laughs> too. They were talking about school on Krypton in the movie. Like, oh, uh, Zoltar was like, oh, you, you're doing your studies, right, Supergirl? <laughs> like, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? And the whole, like, bullying stuff going on in school with, like, the <laughs> the girl, like, trying to burn their skin off in the shower and stuff. That's like, what? Oh, and yeah. Escalation. <laughs> yeah, the shower <laughs> scene. Oh, my God, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. That was really Why funny. Why did need to be a shower scene at all? Ugh. This movie made me laugh more than I think any other movie like we've talked about on this podcast. Oh, just every single element of this movie is just so horrendous. Yeah. Like, it's so cliche. It's every bad superhero movie cliche you could ask for. Mm-hmm. So they went behind and made it so that they were going to scald them with hot water. And then Supergirl focused her laser f- behind the wall went through the wall and ruined the yeah, plumbing. That's... And so the bullies get hit with the water. I guess it's not scalding for them because that would have been cool. Too cool for the movie. But then it's just like, mm-hmm. what? Your showers are still working fine. Also, when she was in the shower, her hair was like completely dry. I don't know why they... Just like get her hair... Like they had to film some shit later in the day. They're like, no, nah, it would take too long to dry her hair after that. So Come they just like, don't stand underneath the shower. You can stand next to it. Your hair will be dry throughout the scene. <laughs> okay yeah her like laser eyes thing was super confusing because the first time it's shown she kind of makes a flower grow but also it oh, can yeah. do that as well because she's like, the girl superhero she has and... to love nature or something what were they thinking with this like they already had the superman thing going yeah, who's what, this like for? what does adding this character well, this yeah. is like, like toward the point the this is like Supergirl? right before superman 4 quest for peace which is like notoriously like the worst one right so this is like when superman was kind of starting to die out a bit like the the it was kind of losing steam this the series they thought this would revitalize it i guess so or That's I don't know what they were fun. thinking, but this yeah, is it. Bad idea. What's well, the first uh, like yeah, woman super, superhero? Supergirl superpowers is she can make butterflies. <laughs> that's that's her superpower. She can make butterflies. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, at first it looked kind of like a dragonfly, and then it became like a mosquito or something. And yeah. Then, yeah, just smashed out the plastic. Man. Things just happen in this movie. I like how she had her ear close to the wall and you heard the sound effect and it was like, oh, she has super hearing. And then it showed the dotted line visual. It's like, oh, <laughs> like just in case <laughs> oh, you yeah. couldn't tell that she she's using her super hearing right now with all the other clues we've given. <laughs> we're showing we're, we're basically just writing it as if it's like a sports play. Like, oh, you just put an arrow there, you know, my God. Mm hmm. Yeah, that MacGuffin power source was just really terrible and not established well. The name of it's, like, ridiculous. They seemed, like, really proud of that effect or something. They kept showing it It's spinning. It How do like, they do that? Hand- Look, it's How spin- is it yeah, spinning? The- How do they do it? It needed to be bigger. It needed to have <laughs> more of an effect to it. Like, it was just, like, this little fushigi ball. Like, you could hold it yeah. in your hand. Like, it's not... <laughs> it looked like she Power was of the bad. sun in the palm of your hand, yeah. That's what it needed it, to be. It fell in the woman's soup. <laughs> like, it was so dumb. And she immediately knew it was, like, what it was she was like yes this is exactly what i need to take over the world <laughs> and when supergirl lands on earth like that whole sequence is so silly like when she's flying around and she picks what? up a rock and she's like wow a rock <laughs> like <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like yeah, oh really my God. staring at it so whoa yeah that was yeah. kind of funny 
I don't know why Supergirl and I guess probably also Superman, but I haven't seen those. But I don't know why she insists on having her arms in what look like very uncomfortable positions. Like, you can just relax them. Like, your arms aren't doing the flying, are they? Like, she eventually she was, like, kind of flapping them like wings. It's like, well, you're not getting lift that way. You're just doing this because you're, you're bored, right? <laughs> like, just leave them dangling. Yeah. You know, you might as well just relax. Yeah, they tried to make it look more like a dance or something. I don't yeah. know if they're trying to make it more feminine. That was, yeah, it did not work. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, she really <laughs> didn't need to go to school. I don't know why that hey! was even in there. The, the only <laughs> human school. She went to Krypton school, like I said before. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, there's one funny line when uh, Zoltar asks her, "Like, did they not teach you six dimensional geometry at school?" Oh yeah, like at the, at the beginning. Like, oh my god, it's so bad. I love that the professor thinks she must have been cheating because she knew the correct answer. It's <laughs> like fucking yeah. witch trials all over again. How did you know the correct answer? You must have but been she shooting have drawn my attention to herself. Yeah, she didn't need to answer that. You know. Yeah, and then true. they come up with, like this excuse. Yeah, I guess the only reason for her to like go to school is because she needed a place to like sleep. Like, because because they show oh, her like yeah, in the beginning, dorm. she like sleeps in the woods. Like she just sleeps in the woods, and she wakes up next to like yeah, a bunny yeah. rabbit. She's like, "Oh, look at the bunny rabbit!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" So like they were trying to establish like she needs like to dorm somewhere so she can have a place to sleep, and so like she has to attend her studies, otherwise they'll kick her out. But you know, it was so like it didn't really make sense. It didn't really like she could have just gone there, got the MacGuffin, and then left. Like yeah, I don't know why she needed to sleep. Like <laughs> it needed somewhere to stay and like to yeah, make. Right. Friends, yourself a yeah. reference letter so she can get into the school yeah. and stuff. So yeah. why, why are you going to these lengths? What's the reasoning? <laughs> no reason. It's just an excuse to have a story and to meet Linda well, and Lane. put in a bunch of references to it's the Donna movies. boys are there. Actually, it was all girls, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all girls. <laughs> they got yeah, the like, poster for, for Superman in the room. They're like, oh, there he is. <laughs> Remember him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember? Yeah, they keep saying, like, you're Clark Kent's cousin. You're Clark Whoa. Kent's cousin. <laughs> As if that's like, oh, that's cool. You're Hell like, yeah. You're Superman's Woo. cousin? Nice. Sick. <laughs> yeah, you're some random reporter's cousin. Cool. <laughs> you know what I wanted to know the whole time? What? Is why the fuck... Why the fuck the villains wanted to take over the world anyway? Like, I didn't understand their motivations. Like, a lot of villains, you know... Especially nowadays, like, you give them a motivation. It's like, oh, they're you know to for this end or for because they were bullied or something. But I didn't know anything about these villains. It was just like her and Nigel, and then Nigel w or doesn't show up for like most of the movie until she's like, I'm getting frustrated. I can't do anything by myself. I need your help. <laughs> like her and her roommate yeah, couldn't figure this shit out. Just like she straight up says, like, I'm ready for world domination now. Yeah, I'm like, like that's it. Like, why though? So, <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, why? What's what do you your, mean? Like, it, what's your driving? Like force? five minutes ago, you were talking about like trying to make enough money so you could pay bills for like water and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, you want to take over the whole world? <laughs> when they were in the uh, at the picnic scene, like they were talking about some weird shit. She was like, "How do you turn invisible?" He's like, "Well, you take a bean and put it in a dead man's mouth or something." Like, what was that about? <laughs> like, what the fuck was going on before the MacGuffin showed up? I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. It was so confusing. They just never explain it. There's a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. The monster There's was just like no rules to any of it. Yeah, yeah that was visible weird. monster toward the end. That was really lame. Like, smashes her into Super an Super AW vending machine. <laughs> 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 yeah, the product placement uh, was so bad in this movie. 
Yeah. The Popeyes, I think, is the most egregious thing. But yeah, like the AW, like on the rapist guy. <laughs> I just like, like the film has no grasp of tone. All, all of it is obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. All of it is super obnoxious. Like the big Tylenol billboard, but then earlier when she's talking to like the dean or whatever, you can see on his desk, it's like cheated out perfectly to the camera so you can see the label, the bottle mm-hmm. of Tylenol, just sitting on in the middle of his desk. Like, I was just using this. I, I always have headaches or something. Like, fuck off. The frosted flakes yeah. and the cheer detergent yeah, and like fucking everything like holy shit maybe this maybe this movie didn't need to make money because it made money before they started filming you know although it was <laughs> a huge flop wasn't it yeah and he made like 14 million on a 34 odd million yeah. budget at the time yeah it's terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it is it does seem kind of quaint now compared to the superhero budgets today that movie would yeah, cost probably sure. 250 million dollars and it would make at least 500 million dollars you know it's much more uh, quaint. Did you like how epic the fight scene was at the carnival when the boyfriend was like, "Oh no, bumper cars!" <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was great. Like, like that's it's so scary. It's like, oh no, what's he gonna do? I don't know. Just leave the area. Like just walk to the left mm-hmm. a bit, and then they can't get you. Yeah. Why does she fly away with the bumper car? She could have just she taken. Smashed it. She smashed through the roof the... too. It knocked yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you should be dead. <laughs> so so corny. And then when he wakes like the up, coconut he gets, thing too. yeah, the coconut thing. I was like, what the? F- you should be dead. <laughs> you died. And then she just starts yeah, feeding like him thing, like while he's unconscious. She's like sticking her fingers in his mouth with a coconut juice. <laughs> I was like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? That was so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. their dynamic, this, like, their the scenes hilarious. together, just all so nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they attempt jokes, it really stands out. Like yeah. my favorite line was when um, Lois Lane's like sister or whatever calls someone a dingleberry, <laughs> and then Supergirl says, "What's a dingleberry?" Those are weird, like yeah. shit like that. Twerpet she was supposed to be out. like a comedic character. Mm-hmm. Well, this yeah, they kind of they they try to like the pacing of it is edited to kind of deliver jokes but you don't realize it's supposed to be a joke until it's kind of passed for a few seconds you're like oh oh shit that was supposed to be a joke oh yeah. damn right like the what was the one about the jehovah's witnesses and stuff and it's like oh my god what is <laughs> you the tone is all over the place it's so weird one second you've got the like rapist guys and the next second you're doing like dingleberry jokes and it's just so fucking yeah. bizarre Oh, right, right. And, you know, <laughs> this movie has no grasp of the tone. It's like, Supergirl's supposed to be silly, but they don't get it right. It just comes across dumb. And, and you know, like, that's something this new Spider-Man film we were talking about, Nails, or the original Superman film. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't about being, like, realistic or dark or whatever, but you need to have, like, a tone. And it's, you know, you need to stay consistent within it and, and stay, you know, being cheesy is fine. As long as it's not obnoxious. And, it ain't easy being kinda, cheesy. It goes too far in, into the obnoxious territory. Your main character needs some kind of flaw as well. Like, she's so uninteresting. Like, what is the... Yeah, like, what's Superman her character? is way more of a hook. <laughs> like, Superman, no he's like raised on Earth. He has his parents. He has his relationship with Lois Lane. It all comes together way more naturally in their kind of stakes. Whereas here, the, like, love potion guy, it's, like, awkward and creepy and... Yeah, her going to school randomly because she wasn't she didn't like crash land as a baby, so there's no excuse for her to <laughs> yeah. naturally kind of act like a human. Mm-hmm. So, she yeah, was bored. Like, oh, I'm a fish out of water. <laughs> right. They were forcing yeah. her to like into this human conflict that didn't really match. It didn't 
connect with the story that was going on. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. She was just there to get the ball and co- go back to Krypton. Yeah. And I guess she just, I think maybe she discovered how cool Earth was and that's why she stayed for a while, but they never My friends. clearly like explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. She has friends. She really just likes going to Popeye's with her friends. Like that's how she loves Popeye's, Popeye's <laughs> so much that she wanted <laughs> yeah. to save the world. <laughs> that was so funny. Like all these like girls like, yeah, we're going to Popeye's later. <laughs> like one of them ordered a side of tomato, I think. I was like, what? Just like a piece of tomato? Really? Is that what she? I missed that. I didn't rewind it, but, I, uh, but <laughs> that's what we heard. <laughs> Can I get a side of tomatoes? I it's, swear it's, we it's heard fast like food. That. It's not like, you know, it's not like a place you go out to for fun. Like, you just go for fast food. You like, don't know the 80s. Yeah, maybe it was different. There was nothing then. to do. Yeah, maybe it was different. You just went to the food place and, and yeah. you liked it. People were far more, uh, yeah, they were just consumers. <laughs> yeah. What about how, like, Supergirl beats the big bad guy by just, like, flying around there in a circle? Oh, yeah, and, and she just, didn't like, react for the longest one. time, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looked particularly bad. That was dumb. Yeah. Just turns into like a little dot that starts spinning around. Her. I'm a mosquito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Incredibly over the top performances, like all around. Peter O'Toole, like Zoltar is bad. And the fake Dunaway, I thought, as Selena was just like really bad in this movie. <laughs> really over the top. And her screaming and all of that. It did not work. Yeah, just shooting <laughs> the scenery, how cool. Yeah, but not in a good way. Like, no, no, no. Wasn't she clearly didn't give connecting. a fuck. Like, yeah, I was reading yeah. some of like trivia and stuff. Clearly. Apparently, she pissed off. I think it was Peter Cook who was like complaining that she like would make demands all the time, like right before they were starting to shoot, and like would show up late all the time. And that really comes across in her performance too. It's like mm-hmm. just terrible. Who's her roommate? Like, why is she there? That character was really <laughs> like, terrible. <laughs> just so pointless. Th- yeah. So much of the fucking movie was just reference. those that was two it. in that room, though. Like it kept right. cutting it, back. Not only did it keep cutting back, but it was just it stayed there for so long. I feel like half the movie was just those two being like, "Ah, oh, I we can't do this properly. I'm so mad." You need to sex the guy. Yeah, that's, that's all he, the friends. I yeah, want like, him to, to love find the guy. Sex him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She. I guess she's mostly there just for references because Lucy Lane is like dating Jimmy Olsen, who's like a cameo from. The, like original Superman movies, it's like a one crossover character. Actually, shit. I was up. talking about the villain's roommate. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. her. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea why she was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no clue. Like, why was humor. she there? Was supposed to be, she was supposed to be funny. Yeah, like because yeah, that was, yeah, she was one of the mo- joke. I think she was supposed like, to be yeah, like another comedic relief character. Like, yeah, yeah, like the like uh, Lois Lane's what's, sister. What's their living arrangement like? They. Do they have plumbing there? Like they're in a fun they're house. Like sisters? Who are they? Are they? They're like in a coven together. They're like witch friends. Yeah, I guess? <laughs> they're, they're witch pals. You know, you know the witch pals. I want to bring up the. Uh, we're we're talking about how stupid this movie is and just how terrible the writing is. There's parts of the directing where I just information was so improperly communicated from a visual perspective Mm -hmm. so when they're at the amusement park and they start the two of them are in i forget what they were but it was essentially the teacup ride that just spins around it wasn't a teacup but it was something else and then the witch is like haha what i bet you wouldn't want to be spun around really fast and spins them around and i'm like the entire time where that's happening i was like are they supposed to still be in there because i'm given no visual indicator that they're still in there Mm -hmm. like you could have just had one perspective shot 
you know, mounted to one of the teacups and just showing them going like, whoa. And then by the end of it, it's just like, oh, the dude's still in there. And then Supergirl flew away. But like, still, you would want to communicate the information that the two of them are in there, even just at the beginning, because I I wasn't sure what I was supposed to interpret. I was like, did mm-hmm. they fly out or something? Like, what's why aren't you showing us the main characters here? Why, aren't, why don't we see them? You know? Yeah. And then I, I guess it was just the confusion of like, oh, they wanted you not to know that Supergirl flew out. But it's like, I don't know. She could have done that halfway through or something. I don't know. And like you've seen a, like escape situations like this the whole movie up to that point anyway. So it's like, of course, she's I mean, she's like invincible. Of course, she can escape something like that. Yeah. Like she'd be trapped because she was spinning in the teacup ride. <laughs> she could also just stay in it yeah, and be why? fine. Like what's what was it going to make her pass mm-hmm. out? Like what the fuck? She might be a bit dizzy and miss her punch oh, no. or laser eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's just so confusing to open your movie on this, like, broad science fiction. You're establishing a new universe. Then you take it to Earth, and then you start exploring, like, magic powers and witch covers, and then try and, yeah. c- like, cross over. <laughs> it really clashes. It's so strange. And, it does. like, the, it does. her house being, like, a horror haunted house thing, and, yeah, the amusement park stuff. Oh, clashes so so hard. So she lives in like a dump, basically, right? Like she, it's like a re. She lives at an amusement park that's just off season. Is that what something. it's supposed to be? Was it? Because like that's where I couldn't tell. Wow, what a loser! Right? Cause, no, because <laughs> she. she it, it seemed, no, that's literally what I thought was happening. Because right, right when yeah, the it's, it is, it's like yeah, it's when so the confusing. dude wakes up, so he, he goes so through those things, and then later there's action set pieces at amusement park which i assume is like the same place right so she lives in like a she's she's squatting right now she's homeless and living in it she repurposed a a (laughs) scary house in the amusement park is what i interpreted but then when she's with like nigel or whatever they're like at this fancy party where everyone's got like like uh fucking smoke coming out of their drinks or whatever like liquid nitrogen yeah i figured that was like at her house as well yeah like i don't know what she I don't know what her financial situation is. Let's just say that. But yeah, that was a weird scene too. Is like the whole party thing where, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That, the the directing of that yeah. scene that sh- her and Nigel were having a conversation. And in the middle of the conversation, it cuts. And I'm like, it looked like it was a new scene later in the day with her and the hologram uh, thing that was in front of her yeah. face. I was like, oh, what an mm-hmm. interesting yeah, choice yeah, to just that. cut like that. And then we're, this is later in the day. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then it, changed angles again i'm like oh we're in the same scene in the same conversation mm-hmm. what the fuck that was bad that was like yeah just really basic visual communication that you should understand as a director and not you know theoretically the goal would be to not have people think you're in a different scene when you're still in the same conversation in a scene mm-hmm. that's fucked up that's like really bad directing that's like really poor planning and also sure. yeah that magic thing they did where they just like showed everyone at the party that girl's pussy or something like they had her upside down and like, <laughs> that was terrible hey everybody scene. look that at her pussy so what the fuck was that that, that was fucking honestly awful. Yeah, that, i don't understand that was really terrible. yeah well she why is she so obsessed with spinning people around that's like her main character trait it's the only effect on the they learned how to do for the film <laughs> yeah everything yeah. just spins but the effect didn't look good it just looked like an actor on a rig or like an actor yeah. on like strings like you saw the strings and like the wire work so much in this movie. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. How many times you saw her for like the wire work of her flying around and just like basic elements of filmmaking, like the tone wasn't clear. The setting sucked. Like 
there's no metropolis. I didn't even get the sense it was like Smallville or any. The set entire town looked like a it's fake like some set. Hick, it's just like some <laughs> town. Yeah, it's like some. It looks like town. they built and, like, the, the town. The whole for the movie, movie takes place here. It's like one fucking street with like a water tower. Yeah, they and might that's have it. built the town for the movie. And a Popeyes. They built a Popeyes. There. <laughs> They've got that was, like, the, the highlight best of the town. Popeyes and a lot <laughs> of A and W. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. fu- it was funny. Thanks for recommending it. I mean, we needed one like this. Yeah, it was definitely funny. I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some obvious blue Makes screen no effects. <laughs> some of the worst green screen and blue screen. Yeah, I think yeah. ever. Um, yeah, you can see much the blue glow around Superman. her hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just much worse in terms of like visual effects than like the other Superman movies, which is crazy because those came before. Uh, you know. I think it's funny that she's called Supergirl and not Superwoman. Because, like, I mean, mm-hmm. why not just Superboy instead of Superman, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's, just, she's yeah, a baby. Superboy actually exists as well. Oh, yeah? I, I don't really know that much about the Superman characters. It's really not my thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if there is a Superwoman, <laughs> to be honest. There's just Super just everything at this point. Yeah, there's a Batwoman. <laughs> He's got, like, a dog. There's, like, a dog version of Superman. Like, what? it goes that level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really that dumb. probably would have been a better movie than this. Fucking Zack <laughs> Snyder, make Jesus. a No Way Home. Get all the get <laughs> all the Supermans and Supergirls and Superboys, all the Batmans and the Superdog, and then they can all fight. <laughs> and then one of them will get raped. I don't even. Yeah, I don't hate the the actress who plays her. Like, I think she could be okay in the part, Helen Slater. Like, she looks the part. It's funny least, that I she think. her IMDb has this first for known for. <laughs> like. She's well, not yeah, for this I mean, film. She is yeah. Supergirl. Uh, it's just not, yeah, it's just like the character isn't well written and the movie around her is like terrible. But, you know, I don't think she's like the worst thing about it. I think Faye Dunaway actually does a much worse <laughs> job. And like, Alex, what you oh, were yeah. saying, like the, what you were saying, like about <laughs> Faye Dunaway, like that she didn't want to do it. I definitely got that sense. I didn't know that yeah. before, but I got I got that sense that she was like just really hamming it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Her screaming was like so over the top. No. <laughs> yeah, very mustache twirling. Yeah, for no reason. Not in a good way, right? Selena, like it's a character. Is I guess that is like a DC character. I think I don't know. <laughs> well, I was I was trying to find. I was curious about this too because I'd like never heard of this character before, and I, I think it wasn't like officially put into any other DC like comics proper until like. 2014 or something maybe 2016 like like years and years after this so i think they made it up for this movie and then they put it in the comic like 30 years later yeah Yeah. what the fuck (laughs) comics man it's 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 something else Mm -hmm. we got to preserve the integrity of the supergirl film (laughs) (laughs) you're just out of ideas like okay take a villain from that supergirl movie who cares yeah why not (laughs) it's iconic anyway it's definitely iconic. <laughs> it should be iconic. I mean, if it isn't, there's parts of this movie that should be. Oh, yeah. it's so funny. You alluded to that line earlier where they're like in the room talking about computers and algorithms and stuff. And they, they explain how she knows the, well, Lois Lane's sister explains like, oh, there was an electromagnetic field that makes you smarter for just a second. <laughs> That was like an explanation. I thought that was really strange. Like, I really what? like, you, yeah. Like, I don't know why they included that piece of dialogue. It was like, what? she could have just left. Like, it really doesn't matter that much. Yeah, that really stood out to me as being like a standout weird. Very weird. Um, we had so many 
so many parts of the plot and the finale of the film is like so anticlimactic just, <laughs> yeah you know, like everything you don't want <laughs> yeah no fighting so where did the big like, monster come from she like spawned him yeah like, but at the first the monster she was says invisible. power of shadow appear did she use the ball appears. to do that or does she just like what yeah, are her powers they, without the ball like, they kind of say early like the ball could do all kinds of things but it has like, i could do this monster thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> can make the ball this monster rug. thing and Showing up. Yeah, whatever it's called. Grind. <laughs> Good movie! <laughs> what, else, what else are we saying about it? The only thing, the last thing I have is that I wrote down was the weird moment where she's like looking at herself in the mirror and she's like edging in to like kiss herself or something weird. Like, did I miss something with no, that? I don't remember. I was really confused. Do you remember that, yeah. Ralph? Or maybe I just made when, it up. When was that? <laughs> This movie is so dense. There's so much going on. It's like towards. It's like later in the movie. I I think maybe she was in the yeah, maybe the witch's house. Or I can't remember why. Like a lot of the movies, like like the the why is yeah, just a big yeah. question mark for the most part. Things just do happen. Someone in the comments can fill me in. Yeah, I guess that that was that was kind of weird. Yeah, just just the ending, like the 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 sacrifice of like Zoltar, like. That was really just dumb. I hate well, when characters like the self-sacrifice <laughs> cliche, but it's for no reason. Like it's not really for it's any always, reason it's, that matters. It's the best. That means they're noble. They're such a good person. I guess so. Even though it was his fault, kind of for starting the whole thing in the first place by giving Supergirl the 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 Fushigi ball and yeah, the, was and his the rotating dildo thing. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It was so dumb. Like <laughs> that scene is fucking horrendous. Yeah, that was like a particularly bad prop. Like it looked it was. quality. It looked yeah, it looked bad. Yeah. Even when the boyfriend is like, he's like changing personalities, you know, he starts talking all <laughs> all dumb because he's in love. Mm. But at no point in the entire film does he ever have like much going on up there, you know? Like he, he seems like the most unaware. He seems like he honestly is <laughs> mentally challenged throughout the entire film. Mm -hmm. When she's like, she's, she's turned into brunette version of herself. And even though he has a love potion on, so he like really loves her, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta find, I gotta find her." Um, like, he, like he doesn't know it's her, and he's just he's he's so stupid, <laughs> he doesn't understand yeah, anything. Because they, they they make an effort to show that the love like spell has been broken, yeah, and then he like still loves her. I guess that's the supposed to say like it's oh, true it's, love, it's true love, yeah, then. magic, yeah, yeah, beats magic. <laughs> But if anything, it just makes it weirder. It's like implanted memories or something. Yeah, you know, they've, <laughs> sure. they've, yeah. they've shared so much experience together and they know so much <laughs> about each other. Yeah. He's just, he's so, loves her so much for the personality traits that she has. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I would argue that her <laughs> having sex with him, like, he can't consent. He's got the mind of, like, a three-year-old. Like, <laughs> he doesn't well, yeah, know what the fuck's going on. So, he doesn't understand yeah. Yeah, what true, sex true. is. I, I, would say it's not, I would say it's not consensual if you're hypnotized. It's not consensual. Yeah, <laughs> even if he's not yeah, I mean, it's magic. It's not real. It's not real. So what, are, what the fuck are we even talking yeah, about? There's some problematic uh, elements that might be uh, more like, obvious The magic to element of the story made just... <laughs> The magic element of the story made no sense. Like, Selena's castle, like, just appeared in town. Like, remember, there's, like, this giant mountain that just appears. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then at the end of the movie, it goes away. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the, yeah Lewis, like the Lewis Lane sister character kisses, wow, like, another love interest. Yeah, and it, like, fucking just pops away. <laughs> so dumb. So terrible. Wow. If she's like a witch, why not just set her in, like, the fortress to begin with? Like, 
Uh, it's just so confusing. Why would you do that? Yeah, Why right. Why would you make it so complicated? They could have, like, already made her a witch, and then this this thing just, like, enhances it, like, a lot. But, yeah, she already has a lair that's, like, really cool in the mountains somewhere. Yeah, Instead, she's in a, somewhere she's in a shitty theme park, and she just wants to fuck yeah, it down. I know. I know <laughs> like, that's yeah. her character. It's awful. <laughs> They rented out an off-season <laughs> scary house for the film, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, a fucking amusement park. Yeah. Wow. I guess I guess we don't have much else to say about no. it. I'm glad you got a kick out of this shit. But yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, awful. Just yeah. awful. Worth a watch, though. It's funny. For yeah, sure. it's, uh, it's interesting that it exists. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very much yeah. a product of its time. And I'm uh-huh. giving this one a 2 out of 10. I'm going to go get some Popeyes. Cool. I'll, I give it a two out of ten. Also, mm, good rating. Yeah, one yeah, out of one five star, star. Which I yeah. guess is one the star. <laughs> it is yeah, a yeah. one star. If there's, yeah, it's a one yeah, star. Yeah, it's a perfect one star movie. Just nothing about it is good, but it's funny. <laughs> it is very Too funny. Long, just yeah, it's not quite like excruciatingly painful or mean spirited. Like it's yeah. really funny. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't put it down there as like a half star, like food fight or something. But it is nah, terrible. Nah, nah. It's not it might even be like one of the worst superhero movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, it's. It I got I got Catwoman. Get that. I got Catwoman vibes from it. Like Catwoman's more like a contemporary mm. version of of this movie. You know, <laughs> more why modern. is it? I'm looking at the poster on IMDb right now. the The main title isn't centered like on the poster. It's like oh, to yeah. the left. That's kind of annoying. Oh yeah, it's not even. Yeah, centered. that doesn't look balanced, does it? No. Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> Just move it over. In the posters, but, well, oh, oh, I think I read something about the um the original poster had the Statue of Liberty on it, and they put the what she's holding in the wrong hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> yeah. search it, that's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. I'm looking at like the Letterbox Supergirl poster. It has it has yeah the Statue of Liberty and the World Trade Centers oh, in the background. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> oh, but what's this poster you're talking about? I was, they, like, the IMDb stuff? one. Uh, I'm, I'm on the like, IMDb one. Okay. With like the ghoul and the. Oh yeah, I see the, the top. I see the Liberty one. Yeah, that's funny. Well, she was never in New York, was she? I don't think so. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Right, that's what I mean. Imagery is never shown. Why they? Why would they put the Twin Towers in the poster? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. She's in some exactly. bum-fucked small town. They, they just trick you. Doesn't even right. look like a real place. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's Manhattan. Like, Superman isn't in Manhattan. He's in Metropolis. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, whatever. All they right. Give a shit. Uh, question time, everybody. Okay, let's do a couple questions from the Southern Cost community. If you want to leave your own questions, head over to the subreddit where there's a suggestion thread. You can ask us whatever you feel like. Just like, let's do this one here from BBD4116, who says, what is your favorite piece of movie merchandise that you own? Could be anything from a t-shirt to a poster or whatever. Ooh, cool. I'm quite fond of this um, amazing bulk like bust. Oh my God, really? They sent me, yeah, yeah. It's like carved out of like polystyrene. No, I think they only made like two or three of them. So it's like a rare one. Nice. It's one of my rare things. It's Hell yeah. Like, yeah, it's nice. I have some movie memorabilia that's signed. You know, I have a Breaking Bad poster that's signed. I have a uh, Chris Nolan's uh, one of his scripts, Dark Knight, like signed, like a production script they used on set. Yeah, okay. I like some movie memorabilia. Yeah, that stuff. That stuff's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a um, special edition VHS copy of Being John Malkovich that has a bunch of like 
Russian dolls with the characters' faces on them that go inside each other, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's oh, cool. cool. Yeah. And then also, I guess my Lion King laser disc, which is just like this huge fucking thing, and it's so weird, but it's got <laughs> it's got a bunch of special features that I needed for my uh, my video. I'm still working on. So sure, yeah, that's cool. I have so many movie memorabilia stuff. It, I like I have a ton of VHSs, yeah, that I don't watch. I just have them for collection, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, like James Bond movies. I have, uh, yeah, stuff like that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's like shit like that. You know, like <laughs> I've got a fondness. I've got like the Fargo poster, the, the like uh, stitched one that looks cool. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I like getting I, finals I, of like movie soundtracks. I do yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, next question. Okay, let's do this one uh, from Simple Ambassador. What was your worst experience at a theme park? <laughs> Have any bad theme park mm. experiences? Some guy like yelled at my mom, like some random guy. Yelled at your mom? Yeah, Why? for no reason. Like, I, he was just like an asshole. Yeah. He just, like, we were walking, he just fucking yelled at her. Yeah, that's probably like the worst. <laughs> what was the theme park? That's away. a great worst experience. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not as bad as like, things could fuck? be. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah. just like, what the yeah. fuck? It's just like, this guy just like scared us. It's yeah. like a family. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you live shit. in New York, you should be used to people yelling at you for no reason. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, true. yeah. I guess you should be used to crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't remember much about it, but I, uh, one of the rides got stuck that I was in in West Edmonton Mall. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Rides getting stuck. That's yeah. what was the ride? That happened for a while. There's probably there's probably a worse one than to, that. I've had to get kicked off a ride. Like like the ride breaks down halfway and they have to take us off of it. Oh no! Like that happened with Splash Mountain. We had to like leave Splash Mountain halfway through the ride. Oh shit! Yeah. Because it was yeah. racist. No, it's because it didn't. It broke down. <laughs> we're canceling yeah, they're, this mid ride. Yeah, mid ride. They canceled it. Like, sorry, we're replacing this with <laughs> the Princess it. and the Frog get ride it. right now. <laughs> hey, get out of here! Move along. Yeah, I've got a a memory of like going to Legoland and going on like the dragon ride when I was a kid, and like the bar that's supposed to come down and kind of secure you in was like totally loose in a way that did not seem correct oh, so it's like dangerously like holding it down the whole time like oh my god this does not feel safe that was probably my worst experience that, oh, that sucked. there's yeah. a funny one when i was like i think i was like 13 years old maybe when i went to disney world the only time i was there and i think i'm i might have been younger i don't know but i, I remember <laughs> my parents were like to my, me and my brother like oh you can go in this this area i think it was at the universal studios we were visiting it was like uh you know those mcdonald's mm. play place things it was like one of those but it wasn't mcdonald's it was just oh, yeah, a park, yeah. you know i don't remember what it was woody woodpecker or something they're like yeah go in there but you can't get separated adam you have to stay with your brother it was like okay but i think my brother like understood that i could get in trouble if he didn't stay with me <laughs> so we got separated uh and, you know <laughs> and then we came out and they were like mad at me and uh, they were like, you can't go on this right now. I was like, no. And the only reason I remember this is because there's a photo of all of us there and everyone's smiling except me. I'm doing like a pouty face. I'm like, I'm not happy right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Well, was Woodpecker's mad. in Universal. Yeah, exactly. Th- that's it. That was my only... Uh... That's why I, I said that. I said it was probably Oh, Universal. it was Universal. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. All right. 
Let's do this one then from Estosin Misojos. People often comment on review channels, particularly the needle drop. Things like, thanks, now I can finally like this album slash movie slash whatever. Usually these comments are made as a joke, but they seem to be based on people who genuinely seek to validate, if not construct, their opinion based on that of professional critics. How do you feel about this notion of people who watch reviews in order to feel like they're allowed to like slash dislike something? Is it something critics should be concerned about when producing their reviews? Ooh, I saw that with the Spider-Man reaction. Like, I saw people put our reviews up, and they're like, oh, okay, it's now it's That's okay right, to like yeah. it. But it, it was okay to like it before. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know... I'm just speaking. I'm speaking from my experience, anyway. Yeah, I think you should make up your own mind and not be a fucking muppet cheat. Stop watching our videos. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, just listen to me and go. Oh, that's someone else's opinion, and like move on with your life. <laughs> I think that sometimes people have a bit of malleability to them in the sense that, like, someone can be, someone can experience something about a film and be like, "Oh, I was kind of indifferent to that," and then they can listen to us trash it and be like okay yeah you're right that is kind of bad i think that in that sense people's perspectives can be changed or maybe uh they could hear us praising a film and be like oh you know what that is a really cool thing i didn't know about the film and that is a neat way to look at it or you know maybe people misinterpreted in some way i think that there's just a good chunk of people out there that they're not necessarily sheep but they they seek out other people and watch content from people like us because they're not either as strong in their opinions or they might not necessarily know how to formulate their own opinions in the same way or verbalize them in the same way. Mm-hmm. And and then hearing someone else like us might help with that certainty. It might solidify their feelings a bit or it might change it a bit. Yeah. I don't think that there's a lot of people out there that would be like, this is the worst movie ever. And then I go, well, I liked it. And they go like, I liked it, actually. I don't think that there's a lot of people like that. But I, th- I think that there is some... Some something in between where, you know, mm-hmm. there 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 is some malleability there, you know. Yeah. Critical faculty. Uh, it's difficult. <laughs> I, d- I don't know. I just I focus more on like just the way I consume as I like trying to get a broad like selection of opinions and you can kind of pick and choose. Oh, yeah, that's a good point there. Maybe that's like not the strongest point. But yeah, I, d- I don't really understand if uh if this is like a problem or whatever, it, it, it does seem to be way more of like a joke that people tend mm-hmm. to put yeah. in the comment sections. I, it's a joke, it's, you could, but you know, when people are ironic, it's hard to tell if themselves. they're being serious. Yeah, or not. That's the thing. yeah. Like I don't just want people to be validated by like some guy online. That doesn't make you right. <laughs> I, th- I think the people that look at things like this also kind of have like a I don't know if it's called a selection bias or confirmation bias, but like. You know, so if if I make a video and, um, you know, I don't align myself uh, in my opinions most of the time with, you know, a lot of other people, I'm not going to have the same opinions as like Angry Joe on most films, right? Mm -hmm. And so someone who might align their opinions more with Angry Joe's, they might look at my video being posted of something where I'm being critical of something that Angry Joe likes. They might look at my comment section being like, wow, what a bunch of mindless people just following whatever Adam says. Make up your own mind, people. But what they don't understand is that there's a lot of people who already gravitate towards having the same opinions as me or as you or as Angry Joe. And we... We choose who we want to follow, right? You're going to follow the people that you agree with more. You're going to follow the people that you understand more. But for some reason, I guess, a lot of people just lack the ability to understand that other people's brains function differently. So when someone has an opinion that's not their own, 
they go, oh, well, you must only think this because you're listening to what that person says. When yeah. it's, they don't, right. they can't possibly imagine this, this, <laughs> this scenario in which people could be like coming to these conclusions because they believe it's mm-hmm. a, the correct conclusion to come to. You know, we see the same yeah. thing with all like the entire COVID discourse. It's like, oh, you're just listening to what the media tells you. Mm-hmm. You're just listening to what Fauci tells <laughs> you. And you see it on both sides of like, oh, you just can't understand that someone would come to that conclusion by themselves so you have to tell yourself oh someone else told you and that's the you just don't credit you you don't think about anything and you're just a sheep blah 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 it's just that same thing people just it, lack of empathy or understanding of other people's perspectives or that a brain outside your own might exist on this planet anyway yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just a lot of sort of dumb people out there you know yeah yeah <laughs> and there's my rant <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> Don't be a sheep. <laughs> Wake, Wake up, sheeple. Oh, they did it. They did it again. <laughs> Vince is depressed, does one for us. Have you ever read someone's text who was on their phone in the theater? I did when I saw Eternals. The guy in the row underneath me was sexting. Oh, that's funny. I almost guarantee you he had a better time than watching the movie, so I don't even blame <laughs> this guy, to be honest. I don't know if I've always been close enough to be able to do that. I I have never read what someone was texting on their phones. Maybe I have. Maybe I didn't remember. I don't. It it wasn't important enough for me to remember if I ever did. Occasionally, I'm tempted to just take my phone out and then shove my screen in their face to be like, hey, (laughs) you want to do phone? Is this what we're doing in the theater? You want to look at phones? (laughs) I swear, like, I saw someone in the row in front of me. It wasn't during the movie, but during, like, the ads, just, like, scrolling through his, like, hentai on Tumblr. Hell yeah. That's one. Yeah, you that funny take one. that society. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, during Spider Man, uh, some guy was like going through DVR of like Spider Man stuff right in front of me. No, that's not true. There's a certain there's a certain <laughs> level that you hit in degeneracy that, where you stop giving a shit, <laughs> where all of your mm-hmm. fucks are gone. Clearly, clearly, there's some point. <laughs> it happens to the best. You're going to the movie theater for that. It's like some Travis Bickle shit. It's like when he went to the porno theater with the girl on a date. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like that level of like weirdos. Not, yeah, never read somebody's uh, somebody's texts, but they shouldn't be texting. I hate people. Also, text during the, during okay, the yeah, like what the, people, someone was texted during Spider Man. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. There have been points in my life where there have been I've gone to see a movie, and during that movie, I knew that there was like a message that was like super important where it's like okay i need to teach them how to do this and there's like a limited amount of time and like they're gonna lose like money if you know some weird or like a family emergency that i'm expecting a message over and you know what you can do you can just like step outside for a minute or i've got an even better one i've done this before i haven't done it in years but you just you stick your head underneath your shirt and then you pull your your phone Mm. underneath the bottom of your shirt and then the light yeah, doesn't yeah. get anywhere else. And you just do that. If you have to like press a few buttons and respond to one message, there it is. It doesn't disturb anybody else because the light's not going anywhere. It's under your shirt. Stick your phone under your shirt through the bottom and then stick your head down like you're looking down. You get, you're going to see your chest or whatever and the phone. Do that for like a second and then you're done. Why do you have to let everybody else see the light coming from your phone? Yeah. Just consider yeah. what I mean, other people like might be theater. thinking yeah. or feeling for one second. Yeah, that's too just conscientious. Like the theater, really. Just like leave the theater for a second and go text like i've left mm-hmm. the theater before just to go cough and then come back like, hell yeah <laughs> just to cough like that's funny uh, although that now that's like a dangerous thing yeah i don't want to scare people in the theater, <laughs> yeah. everyone's like yeah 
Although the, the mask mandate's uh, back now here, or, mm-hmm. or mandate or whatever. But yeah, you have to wear masks in theaters again. Yeah, okay, same so, here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the mask thing ever left in BC. Mm. There was a while they kind of did away with it, but it's back yeah. now because I think it's kind of it's kind of going up again. The curve, Omicron, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. And it's like flu season. It's like gets colder. It's easier to get sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I want people to be safe. Get your. I, it's all. I don't know. I don't mind the mask shit because it's like it's not even like that uncomfortable i've been doing i've been doing like personal trainer shit at like a gym i haven't reached the point yet cool. where i've been like i'm taking off my mask i'm i'm the only one that wears a mask there but i don't care <laughs> whatever i'm just doing it you know i i still mm-hmm. haven't reached the point yet where i'm like this is too uncomfortable because i don't know in some ways i'm just like you know i'm tough whatever i'm strong i'm not a beta it definitely needs to point where everyone gets their vaccine and we can fucking move on but I mean, yeah, we'll see. Clearly, people are having issues with that still. Yeah, yeah, I got my booster booked. Uh, someone I know wasn't let into Spider-Man because they weren't vaccinated or they didn't have a mask. Oh, oh really? Are they checking uh, like vaccine? Uh, I don't think they though. had a mask, but you know, he wasn't vaccinated either. Oh, right. Know. Just like this is one guy I know. Hmm. <laughs> he's one. He's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <That's funny. laughs> well, whatever. You didn't get to see Spider-Man. So. You can't force people what to do. You know? Yeah. Well, you can in China. Yeah, and that's where their movies make a billion dollars. One more, last question. Okay, let's end on this one then. From OK Arachnid, one two nine four. Hey guys, want to preface my question by saying that I'm a big fan. Thanks for all the great content that has been a great source of relief for me over the last two years. As for my question, what are your thoughts on the idea that big budget movies should be put should not be put on the same level as films with lower budgets? This idea states that movies with big budgets, like the Transformers movies and Suicide Squad, did not deserve the slander it received from some, due to them being far more competently made than movies with low budgets. And I've seen this argument pop up quite a few times in conversations (laughs) relating to movies like those. I remember talking with cinephiles on my old Reddit account who were defending Transformers 2 as an alright movie, as it had production values that actually looked like it was from a movie compared to a low-budget movie with Birdemic and had much more natural performances than movies like Birdemic. I don't agree with this argument. I'm just curious what your thoughts are. What? So okay, when they were saying <laughs> low budget movies, I wasn't thinking comparing to Birdemic. I thought they were going to compare to like I don't know Primer or some shit, where it's like, like oh, you didn't have as much production value, I was thinking so therefore two million. it's worse. Like low budget, like, what like do they Whiplash mean? is low budget. Well, I, now I don't understand what they're talking about. As soon as they said Birdemic, I'm like, what is this even about? Like, if, yeah, sure, Birdemic's <laughs> bad, and so is Transformers. What's the, I don't understand the conversation here. I guess they're trying to say that you should. That Transformers and, Mo- and Suicide Squad and movies like it are inherently better because more money was spent on them. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what they're saying. No, that, I think that yeah. can make it worse. I think that that can make that it worse because true. you, mm-hmm. you yeah, have it gets more, under my skin more. You have less of an excuse of making a bad movie. Yeah, someone with no yeah. money has like it. You you're destined to make a bad movie. It's an achievement if you don't. Right? If you have all mm-hmm. the money and of writers and Hollywood and you know, infrastructure available, you have no excuse <laughs> when you make a bad movie. Yeah, crews of, like, hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more... Yeah. It gets under my skin You're a more. system. You're a factory-produced <laughs> film. You should be able to understand what to make. Definitely. That's that's the bad thing about that system and, like, movies with $200 million budgets. But, you know, there's directors who make good movies with budgets. I'd say it's more like what you do with the money rather than the amount of money you have and, like, who's the team behind it. 
I think that has more of a effect on the movie. It's also like a ridiculous comparison, like Suicide Squad v. Birdemic. Like they're both bad for different reasons. That's why you got to yeah. take the context into account. Like why would you? Yeah, ever Birdemic's like one of the worst movies ever made ever. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like that's barely a movie. <laughs> Like yeah, Suicide Squad, course, what like, can you say about it? Same. There was a Olivia Davis in it. Like what? <laughs> what are you gonna say about it? Like it had name actors and there were some CG effects. So what? You still couldn't see shit that was going on. The, the writing was mm-hmm. awful. All the effect, like sure, they spent money on some effects, but they were cringe effects. You remember that hot topic bullshit editing? Remember that shit? They spent money on that. That's mm-hmm. more embarrassing. That because they put money into that, yeah. making it bad. Yeah. And Suicide Squad is a bad example too, because like Jared yeah. Leto is in that, and that's like the most embarrassing thing ever put on screen. Tired, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, Transformers is not a great example either, because those are pretty incompetent. Did I say <laughs> Olivia Davis? I meant to my... say Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yeah, those movies are really incompetent in terms of storytelling. Like Transformers Two didn't even have a script, I think, when they were making it. Like they just because it was during the writer's strike. Like the the plot of that movie is total junk. Yeah, like that's incompetent. I I vivid. I've only seen it once. I saw it once in theaters, and I vividly remember things that I hated about it. it. Depends on the team. I mean, Christopher Nolan makes great movies for two hundred million, or Martin Scorsese made Wolf of Wall Street for a hundred million, or Alien Covenant, <laughs> not Alien Covenant. Uh, I mean, Ridley Scott. Uh, yeah, usually does good stuff with a big budget. Mm-hmm. Not always. Sometimes he does. I liked House of Gucci. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just depends on the team and and like yeah. It's not like yeah. more money equals better movie. <laughs> the more resources you have, yeah. the yeah. more the worse the movie is. <laughs> if if you make a bad Sometimes, movie, it's yeah. like more embarrassing. Yeah, right. Yeah. The more you're you putting know? into it, yeah, like you can make a great. Their most great films are like for two million dollars, ten million dollars. Like those aren't extremely high budgets, but they could be really great. They can also yeah. have more impact than like bigger budget films. Yeah. They're more um, focused sometimes. But if if the only way you can defend Suicide Squad is by saying at least it's not Birdemic, like yeah, you've already it's not like a strong point. <laughs> you already shot yourself in the foot there. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? dumb. All right, thank you for the questions. Uh, we got a yeah, recommendation all. from Alex, I think. Yeah, I think it's me. I think it's back to me. And also, we're recording this episode super early, so if you have a long one, now's the time, Alex. Because even even including Christmas, we still got a while until we until we're back recording again. We're not recording again together for like a month. Ooh. Okay. So whatever That's longest. A good point. Yeah. I'm, shit. That, that, okay, I might do a trilogy then, because mm-hmm. I was planning something else, but I hadn't considered that. I, I think it has to be done then. This one that's been uh, on the tip of my tongue, like wanting to be recommended for a while, but I wanted to make sure there was enough time between uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> DreamWorks trilogies for it to happen. I want to talk about Kung Fu Panda trilogy. Yeah. Do, do it. it. Yes. All right, let's do it. I, I think it's time. It. Let's do Kung Fu Panda 1, 2, and 3. Cool. Excellent. Not too much of an investment, you know. All right, if you don't want to be spoiled for the Kung Fu Panda trilogy, watch them before the next episode. These episodes are uh, published every two weeks. You can hear them early. If you go to sardonicast.com, sign up for premium, $2 a month, or patreon.com slash sardonicast. Also, we got merch. And I forgot to mention during the Supergirl discussion, now that we're at the recommendations thing again, (laughs) there was a director's cut. That was like 15 more minutes than the two hour and five minute cut already. Yeah. I was like, no fucking way am I watching that. Yeah. There was a 15 minute longer version of Supergirl. (laughs) Holy shit. That's what that film needed. Yeah. To be longer. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That wasn't on HBO Max. (laughs) 
Yeah, you put that on HBO Max. Yeah, no wonder. <laughs> I bought the Blu-ray. Like, you so need any the, more the second Super disc Bowl, was like right? director's yeah. cut. I was like, what? I looked it up. Yeah, that's funny. Kung Fu Panda trilogy. I'm excited to talk about it. I don't remember if I've even seen the third film, honestly. But whatever. Okay. I'm excited to talk about it. Hyped, and I guess we'll have seen the new Matrix before then too. So we'll see if we can fit all that <laughs> yeah. one episode. Okay. okay. Very nice. Cool. Thank you all for listening. Uh, bye bye, everybody. Shrek something. Bye. Peace. Have a good Christmas. Shrek, you can't say have a good Christmas to the audience, though, because they'll. I hope you had a good Christmas. Christmas is. Oh, had. Okay. <laughs>